Hello. Hello there. Hi, everybody. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome, welcome. Welcome or welcome back. My name is Alicia Renice, and I'm so happy that you are here. Hi, Chica. Oh, all the love. Yay. Hey, A-Line Mika. Hi, the Howard Worldview. First time catching a live. Yay. I'm glad that you're here. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for being here. It's been a minute. Um, I've been tired. I've been resting. I've been dreaming. I've been planning. I've been doing a lot of things. And so I'm happy to be back today because I want to talk about things with you. So thank you for being here. Um, hi, Jamal. Hey there. Looking and sounding great as usual. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it's still fall. So I'm still going to be wearing my fall um, crown as long as I want to. <laughs> so here we are. Okay. So let's get started. So I... I have not always been, I have not always been a fan of asking for help or for collaborating or being in community. I like being in community, but working with people, I have not always enjoyed it. And there are some reasons why I've been kind of, I guess, like collaboration averse that I want to talk about um, to start off. But first of all, how are y'all doing? It's a lot of stuff going on in the world. It's a lot going on in the world. Um, so yes. Hi, miscellaneous AV. Hello. Hello. Hi, Deshaun Burns. Hello. Hi. Hi, Queen Z here early. I'm glad that you're here. Yay, yay. Thank you for being here. And shout out to all of y'all who are working and doing the things. I see you. I celebrate you. So yes. So there are there are times <laughs> when I did not feel very connected or I didn't really want to collaborate with people. And I didn't really know where that was coming from. Every time there was a Every time there was like an opportunity to collaborate with somebody, I was like, mm, there was always some resistance there. Like I always kind of pushed it away. And so I had to really like sit and question why, like, where is this coming from? Oh, happy birthday, Deshaun Burns. Yay. Oh, but I'm sorry that you're struggling, but happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Deshaun Burns. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Yes. Yes. Oh, Queen Z, congrats. I'm glad today's your last day. That's awesome. What are you doing to celebrate? Congratulations. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay. So yes. So so how this came up? Let's go back. So I was reading scripture. I was reading the Bible and I was reading Ecclesiastes and Ecclesiastes have been, the book has been amazing uh, for me just to reflect and really question things. A lot of wisdom, a lot of wisdom there. So I was reading Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. And so actually, how about I read it? I could read it to y'all. Um, Ecclesiastes uh, 4, 9 through 12. Let's see. So essentially, I really had to ask myself, like, why am I struggling to collaborate um, with people? So I wrote down, these are the reasons why I wrote down. And I'll read the scripture later. <laughs> um, number one, I was praised for being hyper-independent. Growing up, I was praised for being resourceful and for figuring it all out and, you know, in the hardest of times, still having a cool head and being confident and still like moving into the world. And I was celebrated for that. I was celebrated for doing things on my own, celebrated for doing things, lacking things, right? Celebrated for being successful in spite of, for being strong, for being resilient. And so for me, I thought like, oh, okay, well, I guess there is something to this. I guess I do have to be an individual. Like I have to figure things out by myself because this is the only way that I'm gonna be praised or seen. Praise or seen, and this is important. Okay, so yeah, so the first reason why I was praised for being hyper-independent, for being resourceful and figuring it out, <laughs> for figuring it out. Number two, I was praised for not needing much help or discipline. 
growing up, I wasn't really one of those kids that you really had to, I mean, my mom might tell a different story, but I don't think that I was one of those kids that you really had to correct a lot. Like I really wanted to do, I wanted to do the right thing. I wanted to make people feel better. And so because I was praised for not needing a lot of help, right, then the other people who needed help got more attention. The people who needed more help got more attention. And because I didn't need a lot of help, I didn't get a lot of attention, right? Um, So even though often I felt super invisible because I didn't need a lot of help, um, I still was praised for not needing help. (laughs) I was praised for not needing help, for not being one of those, for having it all together. So there was really no room for me to make mistakes, right? Like, first of all, we were struggling. My parents were going through a whole thing. It was a thing. So like, there was really not a lot of room for me to make mistakes as a kid. And so... um, Even though I felt super invisible, I would disappear into the average unless I was in trouble or super successful. So it taught me that unless I was really successful or in trouble, I wouldn't get any attention, right? The third reason, um, and these these are just me being honest with my thoughts. If you resonate with them, let me know. But the third reason why I struggle with collaborating or leaning into community is because I honestly have had not had had much help when it comes to everything. (laughs) When it comes to everything, I wasn't able like to really be helped like that. I mean, I honestly don't know how to ask for help. (laughs) I didn't know how to ask for help. It's like, okay, if I'm stuck on something, then I got to figure it out because there's limited time, resources, attention, um, just limited things. I wasn't really able to ask for help like I needed it, like I needed it. Um, So yeah, so because of that, I don't know how to ask for help and in a specific way that I need it, it's hard. And it's scary to release control because when you're asking someone for help, You're letting go of the reins of the responsibility of doing everything on your own. And while that could be liberating, it should be, it should be liberating. It's scary. It's scary because now I have to share that control with other people. Now I have to share what's really going on in my heart and in my mind with other people. And sometimes other people are not trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has not been kind to me. (laughs) And so that asking for help, that being, asking for help is being vulnerable. It's being like, hey, I'm struggling. Can you please help me? You know, and people can say no. And that could feel like rejection, right? Or people can say yes. And maybe they're not giving you the help that you really need because you're not really being specific with the help and because I couldn't vocalize what kind of help I needed. And because the help wasn't coming how I needed it to come, I was just like, forget it, I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it myself. And and I had to learn to be okay with people helping me in the way that they can help me, right? Like being okay with the limitations and the humanity of other people. Like I'm expecting something perfect from myself. It's not fair to expect that from them. Yes. But hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Yes. Yes. Ecclesiastes 4. We're going to come back to that. Yes. And yes, rest is essential. Good. Good. I'm, I'm happy that you're resting to celebrate. I love that. And visiting family. And you're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. Um, hey, every, hi, everyone. If you want to show Alicia Renee some love, yes, please remember to like the live if you like it. Um, I really appreciate it. It helps the algorithm, all the things. And it makes me feel good. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hi, Natalie. Um, I'm here for the chat. Love you all. Love you all. Love you, too. Thank you for being here. Ade! Good morning! Good morning! It's good to see you. Thank you for being here. Aw, good morning! Um, greetings, beautiful souls. Yes, new here. Love your community and content. Thank you, Lotus Flower. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Welcome. I'm happy that you're here. Um, I hated attention due to the people I attracted. Yeah. Being beautiful and preyed on, I just wanted to be alone. I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being seen is scary. There, there was, I, I wrote a whole entry, and I'm writing, by the way. Like, I'm typing up my journals and my thoughts and my poems and my and my prose. And one of the things that I wrote down in my journals was that I realized that people saying they love me is scary to me. It's it's scary because 
of people before telling me that they loved me and not really cherishing cherishing me and honoring me. So that's a whole thing. Like, it's like, oh, no, now I'm being seen. Oh, gosh. You know, like, so it's a whole thing. Or people like withdrawing their love from me because I don't show up exactly how they expect me to or because, you know, because I said no, like different things, you know, like love for some people means something different than it means to me. So, yes. So I, I understand that a thousand percent. Yes, yes. Hi. Hi, St. Cloverton James Jones. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that name always makes me happy. But yes, hello. Oh, virtual hug to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, To this day, I honestly go get the attention I want or just go into hermit mode. I understand that. I get that. I get that. <laughs> I have a thing texting and, and like being visible all the time doesn't feel good to me all the time. And so I'll take time for myself. Like I'll have to tuck away. And I think that's okay. I think that's okay. Hi, Luana Dean. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Sierra in the bonus. Hello. Hello. Oh, thank you for the hearts. Thank you. Yes. Love can feel tricky for sure. Because what is that? What do you mean by that? When you say you love me, what do you mean? Right? Um, so yes, yes. Okay. So where'd I leave off? Yes. Releasing control. Okay. Number four, the reason why I really struggled with collaboration and community um, is that those who were supposed to help me before never came through. So that feeling of disappointment, I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. I hate feeling disappointed. I hate feeling abandoned. And of course, there are some issues that occur in my life that I realize are triggered because of other things. So for example, my father. My father made a lot of promises that he never kept. He never kept. He never kept his word. So I don't really, it's really hard for me sometimes to trust that people actually want to help me, that people actually want to be there, that people actually do love me, that people are actually going to follow through. And because I would rather not be disappointed, sometimes I'd rather just do things by myself, you know? And then also on the other side, I don't want to disappoint other people. <laughs> like, I don't want to, life be life and humans are humans. Things happen that we can't predict all the time. We can't um, anticipate. And so sometimes I have to tell people no, or sometimes I have to say, hey, I really wanted to do this thing, but I don't have the capacity anymore. And I feel like I'm letting people down. And so when it comes to me helping other people, sometimes I feel bad because I'm afraid that I'm not going to live up to their expectations. I'm going to let them down. But I'm also that something might happen that I'm not going to be able to follow through on, you know, because I'm human. So, yes. So it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard um, to relinquish control. It's really hard to share the burden. And it's easier. It's, it's less complicated, I should say. It's not easier. It's less complicated to do things alone um, and to be exhausted. Um, because then my exhaustion, I know, comes from me, right? Like, it's something that I can control. That's the thing. I think it's control. I think me making myself vulnerable and saying, hey, I need help is relinquishing control and also giving people the opportunity to hurt me, right? Giving people the opportunity to hurt me, expecting that they won't, but there's still an opportunity. So like I talk about with my father, I'm asking you, hey, you know, when you say you're going to pick me up and I'm sitting outside of my stoop and you don't show up, when, when you say you're going to come to my wedding and you don't show up, right? Like these are like heavy hitting, like disappointments, like heartbreaking things um, that happened to me. And I think because of of the person that I'm supposed to be able to rely on not coming through for me, I I struggle with feeling worthy of people's support. I, I struggle with believing that people actually want the best and, and good for me. Um, so yeah. So that disappointment is, is heartbreaking. And especially like in the foundational years with your foundational people, the people who helped created you, like that's that's heartbreaking. So on the thumbnail is a picture of me as a baby. That's me as a baby. Um, and we'll get to that in a second. 
But the person who collaborated to make me, right, not being in my life is something I still can't fathom. It doesn't make sense because it's not supposed to make sense, right? It's not supposed to make sense. Um, but also it's like, there's something, oh, it's something heavy to the person that you look like not wanting anything to do with you or not following through for you. You know what I'm saying? That I'm, again, that I'm working through. And it's so frustrating because I'm 33, with st- I still got daddy issues. And again, let me correct myself. Arielle corrected me. She said, you don't have daddy issues. Your father has parenting issues or fathering issues. So no, like it's not me, but it still left an imprint on my life that I'm still healing. It left a wound on my life that I'm still healing. And I give myself grace because it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. When someone's, yes, yes. When someone says, I love you to me, I'd be like, you know, and the thing is like, I could love them. And I've, I've, I'm very emotional. I'm very like, uh, what's the word? Like, <laughs> what is the word? I'm very lovey-dovey. Like, I love people. I do. I love people. Um, even though I might not have the energy to be around them all the time, I love people. I, I think, like, people are love letters. People are reflections of God. I love people. And so, you know, when when it's easier for me to love somebody than it is for me to receive love from somebody. It's control, right? It's this idea of control. Like, I can love you all day long. I can, I can, you know, give you flowers and, you know, love on you. But for you to love on me, right, it makes me vulnerable. And sometimes it makes me... It scares me. And then it also makes me wonder, like, are you expecting something in return, right? Like, okay, it feels like I have to put on sometimes a performance for people, like, because now you have an expectation of me. But really, it's like, girl, they love you being you. Just relax and accept it. Accept that you are loved, that you are lovable, (laughs) that you are a lovely thing. So yes, yes, yes. Um, Yes, relinquishing control. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's control for me, LOL. I prefer to help than be helped. Yes, yes, which isn't great. An old therapist once asked me why I need, why I feel the need to be perfect. This is the one. This is it. Yes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. And I needed to read that. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Like, why do I feel like I'm unworthy? Why do I feel like I have not met some sort of standard to be loved? You know? Yes, my wedding. My father, uh, I wanted him to walk me down the aisle. My father had said he was coming and everything was good. And this was huge for me because obviously I hope to only get married once. I hope, right? And so I'm like, yeah, this is a big deal. I'm his only daughter. He has two sons. I'm his, his only daughter. This is his only opportunity to be able to do this, you know? And uh, he ain't show. <laughs> the night before I was texting him, he wasn't texting me back. And you know that feeling you get, like, it's like, he's not coming. But I still held on to hope. I was like, no, he no. This, he knows this is a big deal for me. He knows this is huge for me. He knows like how intense this is. Um, and no, when I when I came out the doors. So when I was getting married, I was at this. We were at the park, at some sort of park, and um, I they had like a building where you come out and you walk down the steps. And I came out and I walked down the steps and I saw my mom standing at the end of the steps. And because I saw my mom, I knew that he was not there. I knew he wasn't there. I immediately started crying. One, you know, it's, it's a lot of emotions that day. You're you're happy. You're scared. You're, you know, now I'm sad, right? You're anxious. There's a lot of stuff happening. Um, and right before I went out to walk down to go get married, I left my bouquet downstairs. So I had already, <laughs> I was running up and down the stairs in my heels, you know, trying to get my things together. And I ne- didn't really have like a grounding moment. And so when I walked out, like I took a deep breath and I walked out. Shout out to the person who was working at the place because 
he was being really kind to me and like, you know, you're okay. You look beautiful. It's going to be fine. When I walk outside, I look out and see my mom and my, my father's sister, my aunt, and they both walked me down the aisle. So she stood in for where my father was supposed to be. So I really appreciate that to this day. Uh, but it's still, it's still heartbreaking. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Feeling worthy of people's support. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, those wounds are damaging. Okay. Damaging. Oh no. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, A-Line Mika. Yeah. It's, it's like people are saying, and I get it. Like people want the best for me. People want me to thrive and to live, but like, honestly, people, my mom, when my, my pop pop passed away, his birthday was yesterday, by the way. So shout out to pop pop. Um, but he, when he passed away, I saw how heartbroken she was. And, and my mother at the time was like in her forties, right? Like when he passed away, if I'm not mistaken, in her forties, that, that, that dad wound, that mom wound, like that space, like, I don't care how old you get, you never get over not having your parent. It's not something you get, cause you're not supposed to get over that. Like that's somebody who's supposed to have like an indelible mark on your life. Like that's somebody at least one of two people in the best case, right? In the best case, let's say they're well and they're not violent and all these other things. There are supposed to be two people that you can rely on and depend on. And so when you're walking through the world, you feel like a fatherless child. You feel like, you feel like you're unparented. You feel like you're uncovered. You feel like you're not really kept safe. You know, you walk around kind of with your head on a swivel because there's already like, there's already a, a loss there. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it's a whole thing. We could talk about dad things because, and we will, because I have a song about that. But yes, yes. But thank you for sharing that, Elon Mika. Thank you. Yes, yes. Good morning, Shadel. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, gorgeous one. Good morning. Yes, yes. Hi, Akila J. I'm sorry that you can relate to that. I'm sorry. Um, but thank you for sharing that also. Thank you. Yes, I love the corrections. Like fatherless homes instead of single. Exactly. 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 Um, child, my dad has done that to me multiple times. It's painful at first, but gets old very fast. Yes. And I think for me, what I've done to stop myself from hurting, because I know I'm sensitive, I have to stop expecting him to do anything. Sometimes I walk around like I don't have a father, like he's not alive. That's what I have to do to be okay. <laughs> because my father lives 15 minutes away from me. My father lives 15 minutes away from me. I don't see him unless there's a funeral or unless literally the last two times I saw him were in Florida or Georgia for funerals. 15 minutes away. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It's like you're making a choice. You're making a choice, you know, and what a choice. Um, it definitely sucks. I was rejected by my dad twice in life. And I'm, an, I'm so sorry, Eli Mika. Yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry. And it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. And it's also okay to not be okay. Because, yeah, it's okay. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Um, and as children, our brains can only perceive what our caregivers do as being our fault. This is, this is a big, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's a big deal. Because I felt like everything was my fault. If I'm nice, maybe he'll stay. If I'm, girl, <laughs> mm, thank you for the heart, Luana. Um, I'm adopted and it's hard to sit with that, that I feel unwanted and struggle with abandonment issues. Yeah. And everybody's, everybody's telling you just to get over it or whatever. It's like, I can't just get over it. Like, I want to. You don't understand how badly I want to. I want to get over it. I want to move past it. But the only way to get through it is to get through it, right? Like, and it's always evolving. That pain is always evolving. But I'm still that little girl in that picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, the feelings just don't go away because I can rationalize and, you know, rationalize things with my, with my logical mind. You can't logic your way out of abandonment. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you can't logic your way out of the person who created you not wanting anything to do with you. That's not logical, right? Something's wrong, something's off. But anyway, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, yes, pop pop, yes, pop pop. Yesterday was his birthday. I recorded a podcast about him and lessons he taught me. It's on Patreon, I'm gonna share it on Patreon, I think today, and then share it everywhere else later. But yes, yes, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Thank y'all, thank y'all. Pop Pop was amazing. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so let's see. Sorry. Um, I'm learning the importance of placing people in the right positions in my life. I realize that often I put people in positions they don't deserve to be in because I wish they were capable. That's real. That's real. Um, my mother left my father. He was running from the law and passed away trying to make things right. Wow. I found out recently. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, I found out recently mom, mom ran and it was all her doing. I'm really sorry about that. I'm sorry. It's okay to not be okay. And we are all going to get through this. Yes. Sending love and light because we are all healing in our own way. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Um, yes. I pretend that my dad is not alive as well. He always disappoints. So instead of expecting him to change, I cope the best way I know how. And I'm a grown woman. Yeah. Charmaine, I see you <laughs> and I get it. You got to protect your heart. You have to. Um, I search in family, excuse me, I searched and found my bio, my biological dad, but it turned out he really didn't want to be found. At least I know for sure. And I've did all I could. Listen, you are not out here to be pursuing your parents. That's something I had to learn. It is not my job to pursue my father. It's not my job. <laughs> That's not my job. And I, and I thought it was, I thought it was to like, to, to like, maybe if I was successful enough, maybe if I was talented enough, maybe if I was kind enough, maybe then he would turn, he would turn and like come around. And at, at some point I realized like, I'm pursuing my father. It is my father's job to pursue me. Even in this circumstance, he left. I've been here. We at the same place. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't move. So like, no, it's, it's, that's the burden that a lot of us feel to like appeal to the humanity in our, in our parents and, it, you know, whoever our caretakers are, like to appeal to them and be like, am I enough? No, you were born into this world enough. You chasing your parents when they don't want anything to do with you will tell you lies that you aren't enough, you know? And so for me, I had to really be like, it's not my job. If he wants to come around, he will. You know, and we will have that discussion when that comes around. So, yeah. And I'm not going to pretend that I'm happy when I'm not, you know, um, in adulthood. We often seek out relationships with similar dynamics to see if we can get a different result. Tell me how I know this, Marissa, because I've done this. I have searched for my father's love in so many relationships. I have so many uh, emotionally distant men, so many, so many emotionally distant friendships, platonic friendships. Like trying to prove to them, to them that I'm enough to stay for. And a lot of them still left, right? And I'm kind of glad that happened. It, it sucked, but I'm kind of glad that happened because it really made me have to face myself and be like, do you see yourself as enough? If nobody else loved you, would you love you? That's a hard question. But yes, this, this is real. Hi, Cinnamon Carib. Hello, good morning. All right, let me get back to my list. So the reason why I struggle to collaborate or lean into community, <laughs> um, pride and ego. Pride and ego tell me that I have to do it all on my own. And if I don't do it all on my own, then I'm not worthy to be praised, seen, or loved, right? And so I might be ragged, but at least I did it all by myself. At least I said I did it all by myself. The sixth reason, I don't know if people are going to get it right. <laughs> I kind of talked about that before, like the help that I need, um, you know, is it going to be right? Who knows, right? But at least they want to help. Seven, I don't know if people will truly understand my vision in my heart. That kind of goes under the last one. <laughs> Um, eight, it gets complicated and messy 
with more people. The more people, it's just, a, it's just a, it's just the truth. The more people you add to something, the more complicated it gets, but it's not necessarily bad, right? I don't want to say it's complicated for the sake of complication. No, it's complicated because people have different perspectives, different ideas, things that will challenge your beliefs in a good way too. Like even when we feel like, oh, I'm so annoyed because why are they bringing this up? They're bringing this up because they can see something that you cannot. And so for us, we, we just want to get things done easily. But like that African proverb says, right? If you want, what is it? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Because with that community, you'll be able to sustain each other. And we'll get to that in a second. But yes. Okay. Um, number nine. Like I said, I'm afraid of disappointing folks and letting people down. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Um, and I get super overwhelmed and anxious when I'm trying to help people because I'm like, am I showing up right? Is this what you want? I don't know. So yeah. <laughs> Ten. I don't like being held accountable for anything. <laughs> like, I I know that I said that I'm going to have this done by this date, right? I know that I said that. Please don't hold me to it. That's how, that's how, if I'm just being honest, that's how I feel. It's a lot of pressure. That deadline is looking at me, that hours are passing, the days are passing, right? That That deadline is looking at me like, girl, you knew I was here. You knew I was here. And if you asked for help, there could have been somebody who could have helped you get this thing done, right? But when I say that I'm going to do something, I want my word to be my word. Like my word is everything. So I want to say when I get some, when I when I say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Ah. Uh, okay. Um, it feels restrictive, and I don't like rules. <laughs> I don't like rules. <laughs> I, and I wrote down, I was like, am I am I a rebel a little bit? And I think that I am, but I don't know. Anyway, eleven. Um, I'm afraid of being seen as weak or entitled. People who, like, let's be real. People here in this country are treated like scum if they ask for help. So recently I launched a campaign asking for, for help with money, right? Because I'm trying to get this project done. The first thought that I had in my mind was, people are going to think you're a scammer. People are going to think you're weak. People are going to think that you haven't worked hard enough. Like, you're asking for money, but, like, they also don't have money. Um, you know, you're not, even as, a, even, even as an artist... Like, oh, you're not successful, so there's something that you're doing wrong. Like, you're, you need help, so there's something you need, you're doing wrong. These kind of thoughts. So I asked myself, how can I lean into more collaborative, co- collaborative, excuse me, and communal efforts? Collaborate with people. <laughs> when people are saying, hey, when people invite me places or like on their platform or whatever, yes. <laughs> yes, I want to go because I want to practice collaboration. Converse with more Black women, specifically for me. Um, I don't. I love talking to black women. I love having conversations and conversations to me is a good way for me to start collaborating with people. We're sharing our stories. We're sharing our vulnerabilities. We're being kind to one another, right? Um, yes, create a community, create a community. So I don't have to feel like an island or feel alone. Um, let's see. And off, there were specific things here that like I wrote down for myself. But what I do want to say is, like I said earlier, Ecclesiastes 4. So I know everybody don't read scripture and that's fine. Um, but I feel like all written, excuse me, not even just written, like everything is sacred. So I'm going to share what I, what I found here. So I'm um, Ecclesiastes four. What is it? Nine through 12. Okay. So it's like, you know, there's a scripture that people read at like marriages, marriages at weddings and things like that. And so it says two people are better than one because they get more done by working together. If one falls down, the other can help him up, but it is bad for the person who is alone and falls because no one is there to help. If two lie down together, they will be warm, but a person alone will not be warm. 
An enemy might defeat one person, but two people together can defend themselves. A rope that is woven of three strings is hard to break. So that's what people used to talk about, like the three chords or whatever, putting it together. Um, there's other, there's also other scripture here. But anyway, the idea is that two is better than one, right? Shout out, we're we going back to soul food with Big Mama when she said, you know, when you ball up your fist, right, you can do some damage. Like, but with one finger, you can't do that much. But together we can do more. And so if I am looking to make impact, if I'm looking to do good, it's not just good because I'm doing it by myself. It's good because it's getting done and I'm having help to get it done. And so can, can I put down my ego and my pride and allow me to accept help to get the vision completed? Some people have the vision and some people have like the arms to help, you know? And so I'm just like, okay, I need help. I need help. Because not asking for help will run you ragged. And this goes to the next point. So I have um, Trisha Hersey's nap deck. The rest deck, I don't know if you can see it, the sun shining, but the rest deck. And so one of the cards that I, that I picked up were, I do nothing alone. Can you, oh no, can you see it? Let's see. Okay. I don't know if you can see this, but it says, I do nothing alone. My whole life is a collaboration. I do nothing alone. My whole life is a collaboration. And so the back of the card says, unravel from toxic individualism. Ask yourself. What does it serve me to navigate life by myself? The lie of individualism keeps us separated, isolated, exhausted, and disconnected. Without collaborating in rest and care, we will not make it. We need one another in order to make it. Be curious about the ways you can connect, care, and collaborate with others while on your rest journey. So this spoke to me because, yes, <laughs> yes. I, when I really sat with that, I, I don't do anything alone. This idea that we are individuals or that we do things by ourselves make us overconsume, make us harm people, right? Like we, we prioritize ourselves and, and we don't see how connected we are to every and each and everything. Like everyone and everything we are connected to. We are in constant collaboration with the world. That picture of me, the baby picture of this thumbnail, somebody collaborated. Two people had to collaborate to come together and create me, right? Like I am not here just because I willed myself to be here. I'm here by, by time and for, by chance, but also on purpose. I believe that I'm here on purpose because it's a one in 400 trillion chance that you are conceived and brought to life. So whatever your belief, like you want, you here on purpose. It took time and effort to get here and great skill. So let me fast forward in my notebook um, to talk about collaboration. Let's see, here we are. Okay, so I do nothing alone. My whole life is a collaboration. Let me see what y'all saying first. But yes, yes. Oh, yay. I'm glad that you're here, Vivi. Welcome and hello from across the pond. Hello, hello. Yes, yes. Let me come up. Uh, hi, uh, Shosho Ashiafi. Hello, welcome, welcome. Really hard question. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, good morning, good morning. Sinclairton James Jones says, yeah, you can't chase them forever. If it takes my mom another 25 years to finally see me, then so be it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry about that. Um, I searched because I wanted to know my family. I found out I had three sisters and as my mother's only child, it was a blessing. Now I have children. Now my children have auntie. So silver linings and, and his loss are gain. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Hi, Sil. Hi. Good morning. Being a child free by choice woman, I've lost friends because I don't understand my choice. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. Hi, Mara. It's good to see you. Good morning. Good morning. 
Um, woo, I did that for too long. Trying to get people to stay. It's hard working on forgiving yourself, waiting, wasting so much time trying to get someone to see your value. Exactly. It's exhausting. And it, and it reinstates this idea that you're not enough. Like the effort you're putting in to get them to like you and love you and to see you makes you blind to yourself, makes you hate yourself, you know? And so I realized I was doing self-harm by doing that, by chasing somebody who obviously doesn't want anything to do with me unless it's convenient or on his time or, you know, in secret or in private or technically even when we're out in public with family and he wants to look good. Now you want to talk to me about what's going on in my life? No, 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 no. So yes. Sierra in the bonus says, I've been trying to reframe my abandonment issues and trauma to drive me towards sharing love and building a community. I used to be so scared of those things. I have to break that cycle. Yes, yes. And it takes time. It takes work. You know, it takes work and time. It does. It does. Um, also, I'll be 49 Sunday. Yay. Happy early birthday. Yay. yay, yay. Um, and your voice through song or encouragement has been such a blessing to me. I talk about you all the time and share your videos with you. Thank you so much for sharing and for enjoying and for listening. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Exactly. Exactly. Success needs to be defined by you and not money. Kelly Bagion or Bagion. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Please correct me. But yes, exactly. That's why I have my own definition for success. And I think I'm going to re talk about that and redefine what success looks like for me. I mean, it does take practice, especially when you've been burned by community in the past. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why when I was on Dr. Kimani's page Sunday, last Sunday, I mean, he and I, and I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. She and I were talking about jealousy and envy and how a lot of people who are relationship averse or like we feel like we can't connect with other black women or like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's because of the pain that they've experienced before. I don't want to brush over that like that's not real. People get burned by community. They do. The, the hope is that I can be a good community member and hopefully help to restore their trust in community. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say like community is such, is, is one of my biggest values in my life, like community, being a good community member, being supported by community. And for a long time, I thought my being in community means serving everybody else, right? But I'm realizing more and more that no, being a good community member is allowing other people to serve you as well. It has to be some reciprocity. It can't just be like me, give, 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 give out of, you know, fear or anything, but it is a practice. It is a practice. So that's why when people compliment me, I, I practice accepting the compliments and not trying to shrink it or, you know, like, oh, thank you. Even though I might not feel what you're saying to me, I might not. So say someone says, you're so talented. Maybe that day I don't feel talented, right? And so instead of me trying to find all the reasons why I'm not talented, I'm just going to accept your words and trust you enough, uh, show you that I honor you enough that I trust what you're telling me. I'm not calling you a liar, right? Like I want to be a good community member. So that means accepting compliments because you're not blind, right? Like you're not, I mean, and even if you were, that's, you know what I mean? Like you see, you see what's going on. And so it would be insulting to you for me to be like, no, you're wrong. You're not right. I'm not talented, right? Yeah. So anyway, it's a whole thing, but yes, yes. Um, I was listening to your podcast about taking a break while on a plane and I wept like a baby. It was so healing. You're welcome. Crying is healing. I love crying. Not for, you know, crying is healing. <laughs> crying is healing. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Then giving permission to quit. Again, just wow, the relief of your perspective to encourage. I know you're good ground and happy to sow into your life. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Hi, Greta. It's good to see you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, let's see. Uh, yep, capitalism promotes rugged individualism to no benefit of our own. None. None. <laughs> 
Yep, we're we're all miracles. We're already miracles, excuse me, just by being here. Exactly, exactly. Hi, Vivi. Hello, hello. Reciprocity, absolutely. Oh, thank you. Listen, you know, it's been a, it's been a long time. It's been a lot. You see me through a lot and I really love you and I appreciate you. I love you so much. I do. Okay. All right, so I do nothing alone. My whole life is a collaboration. Trisha Hersey. So the first thing I wrote down in my journal is self-made is not real. This idea of being self-made, like a lot of us are so, like that's, that's the pinnacle of success. I made it and I did it by myself and this is how. Excuse me real quick, I'm gonna shut the window because the sun's in my eye. But yeah. Okay. But it's this idea that, that I am self-made, that I willed for this to happen with nobody's help but my own, right? Which is a lie. <laughs> when you say stuff like that, you're a liar, right? Because even for the people who talk about self-made millionaire, there is no such thing as self-made millionaire. You make millions off of people buying your stuff, which means that you could not make yourself. You're being made by people spending money with you, right? Or I don't know, what a, a self-made, it doesn't matter. Self-made does not exist. We're all learning from somebody. We're all collaborating with someone else, right? And that idea is prideful. It's very prideful, but it's also very lonely and it's very limiting. So who are we in collaboration with? Our ancestors, the people who came before us, our elders, right? For me, so my husband recently today, this morning, thank you, baby, complimented me on my freckles and my moles. And um, these are from my ancestors. I don't even know if you can see them because it's computer, but I have freckles and moles all around my eyes and my nose. And so I wasn't born with them, right? But I developed them later on because I love being in the sun. And looking at my ancestors and my, my grandmother, my, my, on both sides, actually, my grandmother, my aunts, all of them, <laughs> we all have moles and, and um, freckles here. And so even the way, even the way that I show up in my body, this whole body is a collaboration of my ancestors. I talk about singing. And I love singing. Singing is one of my favorite things to do. I love harmonizing and I love melody. I love, anyway, I love bittersweet sounding music. I love music. I love music. My love for music came from my ancestors, came from my parents first, because I don't know how they do it now. We didn't have Radio Disney. We didn't do no kitty, kids bop, none of that. You're listening to what your parents want to listen to. And so I listen to a lot of jazz, a lot of a lot of um, soul music, a lot of funk, a lot of uh, rock even, finding that out, like rock is actually a black, anyway, we can do the whole thing. Music, American music is black music. So we were watching um, the 1619 Project, I'm all over the place, but it's true. Black, like American music is black music. So finding all that out and researching the temptations, I was obsessed with the temptations at some point um, in Motown and just all these artists um, finding them out from my parents. And then my grandparents played music, listening to them. <laughs> listen, no Radio Disney in the car, okay? No, we're not doing that. You're listening to what I want to listen to. <laughs> so, and I'm grateful for that because without them, I wouldn't be introduced to the music that I love. I wouldn't be singing the music that I sing now without their influence. My actual voice, my actual voice is made up of my ancestors. These vocal cords are made up from the very fab fabric of their vocal cords to put together. So I got vocal cords from my mom's side, vocal cords from my dad's side, right? And now I'm singing with this voice. Everything I have was handed down to me and gifted to me from my ancestors. I'm an expression of all their parts. I probably have the eyes of someone I've never met, 
right? I probably have the ears and the hands of someone I never met. My hands are actually smaller (laughs) than a lot of people in my family and they probably belong to someone else. And the more that I look at my hand, I think of my Annie Marty, who has passed on now. But our hands and the way that our hands and our wrists come together are similar. And I'm seeing parts of, I'm seeing parts of my aunt who passed away in my body. You know what I mean? The way that I laugh sounds like my mother's laugh. You know what I'm saying? So everything, even the words that I say, being in, um, being in community with people, you start to mirror your friends. You start to say the same things. You start to, you know, uh, exchange the same vocabulary. When you're sitting in front of somebody, as humans, we naturally mirror people. We mirror people. You know, you ever been, you ever listen to someone tell a story and they're laughing and you start chuckling? You don't even know what they're about to say, but you start laughing. It's contagious. We are all in collaboration all the time. Teachers, another way that we collaborate. Teachers, no one has self-made anything because there was a kindergarten teacher there somehow showing you sight words, right? There was somebody who was making things make sense for you, whether it was in a classroom or a song or a parent or a friend, somebody helped you understand something. You were not alone. Friends, like I said, I'm in constant collaboration with my friends. I'm, I'm so lucky to be able to belong to a group of people who if someone is in trouble, we will go search them out and find them. You're not gonna fall off the face of the earth with us. <laughs> we knocking on doors, you know, we showing up, right? That's the kind of friend group I belong to. Clients, again, business-wise, if you are a business owner, You are not self-made. It's insulting for you to say that. It's insulting for you to say that. When when people want to praise Jeff Bezos or what's his name? Elon Musk. Who are like the big three? And um, who's the guy that keeps buying up all the land? (laughs) Ah, the computer guy. Anyway, when we talk about these people as self-made, we're lying. We made them. When we order a package off of Amazon, when when we download Prime and watch a movie, we made them. Bill Gates. Thank you, baby. We made them. They're not self-made and don't insult yourself like that. Thank you. Thank you, Greta. Yes. Do not insult yourself like that. We make these people. Thank you, Deshaun. Like, so yes, um, we are never alone and I don't want to be self-made. I thought about it. I don't want to be self-made. That sounds lonely. (laughs) It sounds hard. It sounds like I have to exploit people. You know what I'm saying? It's just not really something I really want to get down with. Um, But we're never alone and I don't want to be self-made. So the question is, who are you collaborating with that you're not even recognizing that you're collaborating with? So we can say, I don't like collaboration. I don't like community. Well, you have to because you benefit from it, right? If you don't have a car and you're taking a bus, somebody's driving you. Somebody's working. So we have Metro near where I live. So it's like trains. So someone's operating that train. Someone's cleaning that train. Someone is fixing the light bulbs, cleaning the seats. Somebody is taking your ticket and helping you when your ticket gets stuck, right? There, you are in collaboration with people that you don't even see. You don't even see, but you're able to benefit from them collaborating with you. Okay, so who are we collaborating with? For me, I said my creator, God. <laughs> okay, even though it it is me who is, saying, okay, yes, I want to do this thing. I'm going to do this thing. It's God that gives me my air in my lungs. It's God who helps my heart to beat. Okay, it's God. Because I am not here saying, Alicia, make your heart beat. But it's beating. Thank God. It's beating, right? But the first collaboration is with God. 
yes, my parents came together and made me, right? But like to keep me safe in the womb, to keep me growing, like growing in ways. And back in the day, what we see now, like how we can see all the babies and the inner workings and like all their, all the 3D things. <laughs> there wasn't none of that back then, apparently. My mom said that back then it was just like, unless there was something wrong with you, they didn't really give you ultrasounds or something like that, which makes sense. It was the 90s, or I guess the 80s that she was pregnant with me and I was born in 1990. So we didn't have all that fancy stuff, right? She could only help for the, hope for the best, like, okay. And then I was born in surprise. <laughs> We're here. So for me, my belief is that God is the ultimate collaborator. God is the creator, but God also collaborates with us to bring other things into the world. Music, song, art, um, trees, right? Like planting trees or like working in a garden, you putting the seeds in the ground. Like, yeah, I can water it and plant it, but it's God who wills it to grow. I mean, that's scripture, right? So that's my belief. Um, Our cells, as in like C-E-L-L-S, right? Our cells on our skin. I think they're about to, are they about to cut the grass over here? make a lot of noise but anyway ourselves we are a walking community we are a living breathing walking community ourselves are communal collaborating together for my good right my cells are regenerating themselves i don't know what's going on i'm just living in this body i have no idea okay and i'm trusting that my cells can can keep myself together right the white blood cells you know keeping me self and safe and fighting off illnesses and disease I'm the cells on my skin regenerating, my skin acting as a layer between me and the rest of the world, trying to keep me safe and keep me from getting sick, right? The cells that make up my nails to keep me from stubbing my fingers or so I can open a bottle top, right? All these things are working together for my good. I am literally made up of community, (laughs) excuse me. So collaborating together with my body, which means that I hope that I am giving my body what it needs to thrive and survive. I'm stretching my body. I'm moving my body. I'm eating things that make me feel good. You know, when your body's telling you what to eat, they know what you need. (laughs) They know what you need. So we're like fighting it. Like, no, I can't have the cheeseburger. No, I can't. Your body needs meat. Or, you know, if you don't eat meat, you don't have to eat meat. But you know what I'm saying? Like your body needs iron or your body needs something. And we're fighting our bodies because we're like, no, I'm not thin enough. I'm not good enough. Like, I'm not pretty enough. I can't eat this right. Your body knows what it needs. Your body loves you. So you are in community. Whether you know it or not, even if you're sitting still by yourself in the middle of a desert, you are in community right now. Like I said, our ancestors and their gifts, like the moles on my face, the freckles, all of them are collaboration. I am a collaboration of all my ancestors, all of them. Um, My community, my friends, my family, my chosen family, my teachers, my mentors, my collaborators, even those I will never meet, books that I've read from people like Audre Lorde or Ntozaki Shang, people I will never meet because, I mean, they're no longer with us, right? But like because of their work, because of their bravery, because of their generosity, I am able to collaborate with them and add their wisdom to my own life, their wisdom to my own wisdom, using their wisdom as a launching pad for where I want to go. In these books that I'm writing, there are so many lines from other like sacred texts that I'm using as prompts. Because I am inspired all the time by black women specifically, but by black folks in general. I can be inspired by nature. That's another collaboration. I'm sure I wrote that down. Yes, nature, right? Nature, the air that I breathe is a collaboration with the trees. The sun, the vitamin D that I'm getting is a collaboration with the sun, right? Like, ah, 
I just get so like, I get so overwhelmed. Like it's just so, God is so beautiful. I'm sorry. God is so beautiful. So yes, like the bird song. I literally wrote a song based on a bird song in nature, like using, using the trills that the bird was doing. And I have it on my phone somewhere, but collaborating with the birds. And then apparently, and again, I have to research this. I don't know how much of this, of this, this is true, but apparently when birds sing in the morning, it opens up the cells of plants what everything in nature collaborates everything everything works together and so for us to think that we don't need to collaborate or we don't need to be in community when we are nature humans are nature no matter what your belief is right Hang on one sec humans are nature gotta plug up my computer y'all it was dying but yes, everything collaborates. So I get so frustrated and annoyed when people want to tell me that, no, you can't collaborate. You got to do every, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Even that idea, when you pick yourself up by your own bootstraps, where are you putting your boot? Where are you putting your boot? On somebody's back to elevate yourself. You are in collaboration with something, even if you're exploiting that thing. You're still in collaboration with it, albeit like forced. You know what I'm saying? Albeit forced collaboration, you're still collaborating with somebody. So stop lying. Anyway, um, so yes, um, what we're inspired by and what we love, that is a collaboration. Eating a meal. Let's talk about this. We are so disconnected. Oops, sorry, y'all, if y'all heard that. But we are so disconnected. The sun is still finding me. That's okay. Kiss me, sun. Love me. <laughs> but we are so disconnected from our food sources, Right. We go and we order in a line, we put our food on a plate and we just eat it. We don't consider that the meal that we're eating is also a collaboration of people who are probably being exploited and underpaid, right? But going from the farm, let's go to the farm where our food is grown or our cattle is raised or the chickens are raised, right? We go to these places, we're collaborating with the ground, with the soil, with the seed. The fruit, the vegetable has been generous enough to give us the seed to put in the, in the soil or we've stolen it. That's a whole, that's, a, that's another thing. Um, we put it in the ground and the soil gives it its nutrients, right? It gives it its, its home to grow in, it grows. The plant then is taken from the ground, right? From somebody, which means that there has to be another human to do this thing. So you're collaborating with people who are farming, doing the labor of tilling and pruning all the work it takes to get you your green beans or your broccoli or your beans, all that work, right? And so because we are so disconnected from our food, we don't even appreciate it. We don't even think about the, the, the lives that may have been lost to get us our food, to get us our coffee, our tea, things that we take for granted. And it's so everything is so convenient here that we don't have to think about that stuff. There are people dying for you to get you your food. There are animals being raised solely to be killed to get you your food. And obviously like I'm not blaming you because it's hard to consume ethically in America. It's hard. If you don't have money, it's really hard. But a lot of the ways that they grow this food is very or you know, food. The way that they grow this food is very exploitive. Exploitative. Like it's very evil. <laughs> like that cow never got to be free. That chicken never got to see some sunlight. You feel me? It's really bad. Anyway. But we are in collaboration from the farm to the table. So then we got to think about, okay, the person pulled the food from the ground. Great. Then they had to mill it or whatever they're doing to it, to package it, 
And even then there are people who are working in, in packaging plants <laughs> being taken advantage of. Then we're putting the food on the truck. And I'm sure I skipped a lot of steps because I'm ignorant about how and where my food comes from. <laughs> and I need to do some study. But then it gets packed on a truck. Somebody's driving that truck. There's a grocer somewhere taking that or, or a person who was taking the what do you call it? Like the pallets of the food, taking it into the grocery store. There's a grocer who's being underpaid to put the food in the grocery store. Then you're, the cashier is ringing up the food. Then you take the food, then you're cooking it, or the restaurant is taking the food and cooking it. And then now you have your meal. That's a lot of work that went into your food that you're ungrateful for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That you're not thinking about all of it. And so even with the farming, think of all the things it takes to raise Plants. Let's let's go with plants because the animal will make me depressed. But plants, the rain, the soil, the sun, right? The pruning, even the animals that we like to think are like, oh, they're in my garden. Some animals are good for your garden. You know, the other plants that had to grow to grow as a friend to that plant to help it survive. Everything is in community. Everything is in collaboration. And everything we do affects everything around us for good or for bad. For good or for bad, all that we do is interconnected. If I were to right now drop some plastic into my drain over here, that that water is going to go to the Chesapeake Bay and eventually out into the ocean. Everything we do impacts the world, whether good or bad. Everything we do. So when we say that we, we don't like collaboration, again, we're lying. We're collaborating in ways, or maybe we just don't know. Maybe you're not lying. You just don't know. But you're collaborating in ways that you're unaware of. Oh, thank you, Shanice, for the like on Facebook. It's good to see you. Thank you, thank you. But yes, everything, we benefit from collaboration. We benefit from community, even if those people are being taken advantage of. All we do is interconnected. You can smile at somebody and make someone's day, change the trajectory of like a million people based on how you treat one person. That's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of power. What are we doing with it? What are we doing with it? Oh, let me go back and see what y'all are saying. I'm getting passionate. Oh, yes. Community is necessary for unity. Absolutely. Excuse me real quick. I got to drink some water. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Shellwell. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Hi, new news, Juju. Hello. Hello. Um, Greta Cobb says, it's impossible to be self-made. To reach success, you must collaborate with your higher self for the download. The I am in you. In the end, it will be all you. That's good. That's good. Um, yes. When you talk about our ancestors, I just take a moment and be still for the gifts they left us. We are all powerful people. Yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. Hi, Maya Spikes. Hello. I'm about rock music and country music in my Kev on stage voice. It's for black people anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I love this, Marissa. And you have beautiful freckles. Yes, my freckles were passed down to me and I celebrate them. As you should. As you should. I love that. Aw, thank you. I'm grateful for you, Mika. You're so kind. And so I just want to give you your flowers because you are so generous with your kindness to me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I've seen every comment and everything. I really appreciate you. I do. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. Yes, I was just talking yesterday about how we're all compiled, literally of thousands of ancestors that came before us, our entire beings. The depth of that is crazy. It is. It's wild. It's wild. Yep, we sure did. Country music too. And now they're looking at us sideways when we show up to the to the 
okay. To the award ceremony, we, we gave y'all this. <laughs> Collaborating also can be with you. Yes, absolutely. Sorry. Yes, this is a continuation. Yes. Collaboration also can be with you downloading wisdom from your higher self. We are never alone. Exactly. 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 Like, I'm in collaboration. That's why this idea of like, I'm in competition with myself. No, I'm not. No, I am not. I am not in com- competition with who I was yesterday or the year before or 10 years before or 20, 30 years before. I'm in collaboration with that person. There's no need to compete with me of yesterday, right? Because the me of yesterday made me who I am today and I'm grateful for her. I love her. She's amazing. There's no need to compete. So yes, Greta, I, be- I agree with you a thousand percent, a thousand percent. <laughs> um, uh, people are online doing tutorials of how to obtain, how to obtain with makeup. Yes. With makeup and those freckles, you've been blessed with smiles. Yes. Yes. I saw, maybe it was like a TikTok or something or a, mm, I, either way, it was one of those like reels or something. And people are getting tattooed freckles on their face. And somebody commented and was like, so all them years y'all made fun of me. Now y'all getting tattoos of freckles. Cause the person had freckles so, and they were made fun of. So yes, yes. Hi, the Dark Nate. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, shout out to our to our um to our moderators. I really appreciate y'all for keeping us safe. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, hi, mainstream mainstream beauty. First of all, that's a clever name. I love it. I love it. Mainstream beauty. Yes, community is mutually beneficial. Sorry for those who are listening. It's M A N E stream. So like main, like hair. That's really clever. It's clever. <laughs> yes, community is mutually beneficial. This is usually a sign that you're in the right slash wrong place. That's good. The right or wrong pr- wrong place. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, let me come down. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yes, please. Hi, beautiful people. Please show your support by hitting the like button if you're enjoying the stream. Yes, please. If you like it, please like it. It really helps me out. Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, so are y'all. <laughs> that makes me happy. You're truly an inspiration. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Hi, Candy Dander. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Everything. You hear me? Everything is a collaboration. Everything. Absolutely. Hi, Janine's world. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. God is so, listen, I, God is a romantic. God is a poet. Okay. God is beautiful. Because Every time I learn about nature, I'm just like, God, you crazy. Every time I say, like, God, you crazy. You're wild. Like, who thinks of this? this? This is how I know. This is for me. And I know everybody don't have the same belief. But for me, this is how I know there is a God. Because all of this is planned and orchestrated. There's no way that a human designed this. I'm so sorry. We are not that smart. I'm so sorry. I think that we are very smart. I think that our capacity for learning is, is huge. But this whole thing... The more that I learned about how nature works, even so leaves, right? Let me mention this for y'all, for y'all people who don't want to rake the leaves, don't, okay? Leaves are beneficial to the tree they fall from. Leaves will fall into the ground and turn into compost for the tree. The tree needs the leaves compost. And the leaves actually creates like a um, like an insulated world for the for the creatures that live on the ground. It also like insulates warmth for them, right? And so apparently also it keeps mosquitoes away and lightning bugs, it helps them to come back. Listen, read on some books, on some trees. I'm still trying to get through the tree book because it's just so good. But yes, anyway, <laughs> everything is in collaboration. Even the thing, it's, it's, so, it's so amazing to me because humans 
we like to make things convenient for ourselves. And by making things convenient, we destroy things. We destroy systems. We destroy animals and, and creation, right? Like, because we don't, we don't want to see no dirty leaves. So break them all up and throw them all away. And we're killing the tree. We're killing the creature that lives in the tree or the ground, excuse me, right? Like, <sighs> I can go on and on, but yes, yes. I have learned to say no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I'm in sync, inter interconnected. Yes, exactly, exactly. Mother nature, period, period. When you connect with the self inside of you and listen, your body will speak to you. Everything is connected. Um, we are not making a living. We are the living. Yes, we are nature. We are not in it. I love that. Exactly. Thank you, Greta. That's beautiful. That is so beautifully said. Um, OMG, I, I love listening to the birds in the morning and afternoon. My backyard be lit. <laughs> I love that, Dejan. And it does. My The bird that makes me laugh is the blue jay. <laughs> the blue jays be making me laugh. I'm like, girl. Because it's just so, like, so harsh and hard. <laughs> That's really funny, though. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That part, Marissa. The food, the way food tastes is so different outside of the U.S. It tastes real. Exactly. Because a lot of other places, like, they're not putting all that stuff in the food that they put in our food for convenience. For convenience. Like, no, no. Um, All of it has cause and reason. Our gift is to recognize, become aware, and be in harmony in it and with it. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yes, yes. Oh, best food I had was in Costa Rica. I'm trying to make my way there. I'm going to make my way there soon. But yes, yes. Um, OMG, yes. There was a lady that passed in the farm in a farm accident and the workers were told to continue working before her body was even removed. That's disgusting. And you see what I'm saying? Like, mm, I'm so sorry to hear that. Such a collaborative symphony just to grow food. Yes, it's a lot of work for us to get us our food because we're not growing it. We don't know. You know, we don't know. Um, we have accepted, believed, and surrendered to the fact that because the government approves something, it is okay. Our food has been GMO'd a long time former, former F, oh, okay, you're a former FDA employee. We have accepted the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, <sighs> I understand because we tired, <laughs> we tired, but I wish that we pushed back on more stuff, but I also wish that we knew more stuff. They're keeping stuff from us. They're making it seem like we don't have a choice or a chance, you know? Propaganda, all the things, all the things, tinfoil hat, all the things. But yes, yes. Freckled people um, also are a reminder of the uniqueness of your peeps. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yes, I love that. Hi, Marcus. Hello. How's the day going? Is it lunchtime? I hope you're not working too hard. <laughs> um, Listen, I try my best to be top flight security. Yes, yes. And we appreciate it. We really do. We do. Yes. Our bodies work through collaboration. Exactly. Exactly. All the cells, all the bones, the tissue, the ligaments, all the things, they all work together. And we don't, a lot of us don't even know how they work, but they just work. And we just be like, thanks body, <laughs> you know? Not understanding that like, we are a love letter. Our whole being is a love letter. It's a love letter. Everything in your body is working for your good, for your benefit. And yes, our bodies like, they're bodies, right? So they're natural, things might go wrong, right? But even in that, they're trying to protect you. Like I even talked about this, about my um, hyperpigmentation with beauty. And it's like the hyperpigmentation that I get from like a pimple or something, maybe something like right here, like a, hype, like a hyperpigment, hyperpigmented mark on my face, right? This is, is, is a sign that my body was trying to heal me. So I can be mad like, oh my God, I hate dark spots on my face. I could do that. And I, and I do, okay, I do. But 
This is also a sign that my body was trying to heal me. There was something there that was that was open. There was an open wound there and a scab came over it and covered it and protected it and healed it. And now it's healed darker. That's all a hyper, that's all a hyper pigmented mark is. A sign of love, a sign of life, you know? But we're taught to see these things at such a, like a, a surface level. Like, no, you need to, you need to get this beauty thing so you can cover that. Nobody wants to see these unsightly dark marks. It's like, it's natural. <laughs> You know, it's a natural thing, but yes. Yup, plus Black Forager said to leave them too. Yes, yes, yes. Alicia in the Black Forager, leave them things, leave the things alone. Exactly, exactly. I love her, by the way. She's, wait, hold on. Yes, I'm gonna look that up. But yes, yes, yes. And what is the title of the tree book? Excuse me, one second. Okay. Um, This is called The Hidden Life of Trees by Peter Wollobin. I don't know how to pronounce that, but this is, this is the book. What they feel, how they communicate and discoveries from a secret world. Did y'all know that trees get sad when they're alone? They get lonely. Did you know that? Did you know that they mourn when we mow them down? Do you know they mourn for their fallen brothers and sisters and tree friends? <laughs> oh God tree friends do y'all remember happy tree friends that cartoon on youtube it was so violent it was not a, at all what i expected but anyway this is a really good book it's kind of thick but i'm still working my way through it you can take your time with it um but yes yes the trees are alive <laughs> um which makes it which makes it all more crazy that people use god for their small-minded hate exactly yesterday in class one of my classmates uh, an older dude just went on this rant of how, hold on one second, of how, okay, being gay is a devil. God made it that way. Oh, that's what, okay, that's what he said. Okay, I'm like, what? I'm like, bruh, all this infinite creation and yet God's concerned with people's sex life. Listen, there's a lot there. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. We'd be worried about the wrong things. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Take your time. Um, okay, this was something else. Okay, best food I had was Mexican food in LA. Bro, I cried with I cried when them tacos hit me. Listen, I'm gonna go back to what you just said. But yes, yes, food. And this is the and I and I really feel like even when you're talking about the tacos almost making you cry, I feel like that's how food is supposed to be. Like. God made food for us to enjoy, right? God made, and, and I'm also like repairing my own relationships with food. That's a whole thing, like diet culture and all this other stuff. It's just, ugh. But God gave us taste buds. We don't even, we don't necessarily need taste buds, right? We don't need taste buds. They're fun to have, but to be even be able to enjoy our food, like I'd be, so I understand, my whole point is I understand what you're crying about the food, but yes, yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that God exists our understanding of God. God exists beyond beyond our own understanding of God, right? Like whatever we imagine God to be, God is infinitely greater than that. And I think that a lot of people try to put God in a box and control, control God. And I'm gonna say him because I know people don't like giving God a gender. I understand that, but it just works for me. So I'm just gonna say him. You can take it, say whatever you need to say. But I think what happens, what happens is that we like to see God in a way that we can understand in a way that, and, and, and make God shape our own beliefs. Does that make sense? We like to take God, God, 
big God <laughs> and shape and shape God down to what we can understand and what we can control, what we can fathom when it's like, that's not how this works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. So yes. And we become harmful by saying stupid stuff like this. Saying like how awful, like that, that's an awful thing to say to somebody. It's, it's a lot, but yes, <laughs> we'll come back to this, but yes, yes. I um, love that info on the leaves. God is so purposeful with everything, everything, everything has a purpose. Um, the universe is the biggest electric system there. There is, we are a system. We are, we are to learn it. Yes. I really feel like we need to go back and learn about nature. We do. Cause nature has a lot, a lot to teach us. Um, let's see. Please don't get me on the food. Listen, I love food. I love eating. I do. And, and it's wild because again, We'll talk about that later. But like trying to heal my relationship with food, it's like trying not to feel bad about what I eat. And it's like, just eat the food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Food is to be eaten. It's to be enjoyed. It's it's pleasure. Like it is, it is a pleasurable experience. Why are we eating this bland stuff? Like trying to, I don't know. It's the way that diet culture works. It makes us hate food. It makes us hate ourselves. It makes us, it's just a lot. I have thoughts, but they're, they're not fully developed. But yes, yes. <laughs> But back to this taco. Okay, so I don't like Tex-Mex tacos. And I don't think they do that in, in California, right? Tex-Mex is not in California. But anyway, I want the authentic. I don't want no cheese on it. I just, I want the, the what do you call it? Oh my gosh. The tortilla, the meat, the veggies, guacamole, and red onion. Red onion is a must for me. But yes, yes. <laughs> Um, I'm going to start growing my own vegetable garden, my vegetables in pots. Yes, yes. I love that, Janine. And you should, and you should. Um, I have the exact same molds as my grandma's grandma and uncle. I love that. I love that. And what a beautiful thing to be able to carry on, right? Ooh, I would love to hear all about all about all you know on food for real, for real. You're behind the scenes. Yes, please, please, Greta. Yes, yes. Everything. We need to, we, we want to know. <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> Yes, Black Forger is that girl. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, let's see. Let me come down. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is why there is healing in you when you hug them. I love that. I love that. There is. When I when I'm walking on my walk, I put my hand on. I have like my favorite trees. I'm like, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Okay, talk to you later. I love my little tree friends. Okay, let's see. Trees are our libraries. I love that, Greta. I love that. Thank you. I watched that documentary. Can't wait to read the book. Okay, I didn't even know there was a documentary. Thanks for letting me know that. I'm excited. Yay. Um, let's see. It's interesting what we consider as flaws in beauty. Cindy Crawford has a whole supermodel career with a large mole on her lip. She sure does. Yes. And I think like they like moles in certain places. So yeah. <laughs> Food is a love language. It is. There's like, you feel the difference with food that you create from your soul. I mean, not even to talk about soul food, but like seriously, food that's, shout out to AO in the chat, okay? Because AO has made me lots and lots and lots of delicious meals. And with every meal, I feel the love, the intention, the time, <laughs> even sneaking in things that I didn't eat before. Um, just like that, that thought, the energy, the effort that went into that is love. That is love. Like taking note, remembering what you like and what you don't like. My grandmother, shout out to her. Um, her name was Barbara, Barbara. And she, my grandmother knew that me and my mother did not like potato salad with onions in it. It was a thing. I didn't like the crunch. It was just, uh, I didn't like that. So 
my grandmother always for Thanksgiving and every family function made a little side of, of potato salad for me and my mom. So they would have like the big potato salad for everybody. And this was like, everybody knew this is, this is Alicia and her mom's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this is Valesa and Alicia's food. Do not touch it. You know, that is love. The effort, because she didn't have to do, she was cooking, she was cooking for a lot of people, okay? She's cooking for a lot of people. She had eight kids, okay? And then they had kids and all their friends and family came over and still she took the time. Oh, I love my grandma. And so she took the time to set the food aside for me and mommy. Paying attention, the details, knowing and caring enough, because she didn't have to do that. Caring enough. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Oh, I love my grandma. But yes, not the LA tacos. Listen, I'm from LA and miss the food real bad. Oh no, Deshaun. Am I just learning that in Mexico, trees are legally regarded as living beings and cannot just be torn down. I love that. And they should be regarded as such. They should. So in where I live, there are a lot of developments being built. And I even hate that word development because it is already developed. Who's to say that this is not developed already? But anyway, so there are a lot of develop, developments being made. And every time I drive past one, I get so angry. I am so angry because imagine being a tree that took hundreds of years to grow just to be cut down for some condos that people can't afford to live in anyway. Imagine, imagine, imagine not considering that these are the homes for actual animals, (laughs) that they are homes. Imagine like, and so I have a lot of thoughts. I'm very annoyed, (laughs) but, um, I, I, I want to dream of a place where we can live with nature, where we don't have to cut down trees just to have a home. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we're complaining about the deer in the street and the skunk, the turtles. Oh my God, where I live, there are so many people who keep driving over turtles and it breaks my heart. Cause I'm just like, y'all saw this, tor- y'all saw this turtle. You saw it. I, anyway, let me get back to my notes. We'll come back to, the, to, to <laughs> we'll come back in a second. Because everything is in collaboration with everything else. Every Humans are the only ones who don't want to be in collaboration with anything. We think we're above it. We think that we're above nature. We're above the trees. We're above the grass. Like when it's, these are the things that are keeping us alive, honey. Like how are you above it? And it's keeping you alive. That's not how that works. You are not better than the tree. You are not better than the bird. You are not better than someone sitting next to you. We are all in collaboration with one another. We all matter. The blade of grass matters just as much as you, right? Like, and and even like scripturally, like I understand, um, I understand that God cares. Okay, so the scripture says like, it's a long thing, but basically um, the the grass and the flowers are clothed in beautiful clothes and the, the birds are taken care of and they are. Every winter, the birds that can't fly south, this is a side note, I cry at the birds. Every winter, the birds that can't fly south God gives them an extra coat. They're so puffy and they're so cute and they're warm and they, and they live and they survive, right? And so the scripture goes basically paraphrased, if God cares about the birds, right? How much more does God care about us? But it doesn't mean that God don't care about the birds. God cares about the birds, but he also cares about us more in this instance, right? And so as, as humans and people, our first job that was given even for the believers out there that think that they're better than everything else. The job that was given to us was to take care of, to keep, to serve, to take care of the earth, 
Not to subdue it and to own it and to be like, I, I rule the world. No, 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 no. You are given the world to take care of. We are not taking care of the world. Everything we do affects everything around us for, for the good or bad. All we do is all we do is interconnected with one another. It is often trauma and indoctrination that causes us to turn from community for collaborations, right? Turn away from community and collaboration. That leaves us stressed, tired, alone, right? Questioning, spinning, spiraling. And when I can't have you alone, I can get you. If you're alone, I got you. If you're not in community, no one's protecting you. No one's looking out for you. No one's reflecting the truth back to you. You're isolated. So it's easy to get you. It's easy to indoctrinate you. And when you're in community that you that you love, you want to you want to get on so that you can put your friends on. You know what I'm saying? You want to do for other people. When you're alone and you think that you're that you're an island, you want to you want to conquer and devour everything. Because you're lacking community. There's something lacking in you. You're lacking community and connection. This is all my thoughts and theories. Okay. <laughs> so my favorite moments are moments co-created and curated with those I love the most. And it doesn't even have to be long, right? Ayo in the chat, we went to go see um, Janelle Monet, right? And so I was so surprised when I heard my name called and I turned, I was like, oh my gosh, like you're here, right? Those are the moments. Those are like the happiest moments for me, collaborating with other people, getting back in community with people, not seeing someone after seeing them, not, not I mean, seeing someone after not seeing them for, for a long time, right? All those things, excuse me. <clears throat> Our lives, like I, I think about even these lives together, like, yes, I'm talking into a, into a computer and a mic, but y'all are here collaborating with me. This, these are not just my words. Like we're talking together. We're exchanging value. We're exchanging wisdom, our experiences. We're helping other people feel seen. There's a reason why, right? That I love going live. It's not so I just hear myself talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could journal for that, but I love being here in community with you all. I love processing my thoughts in real time because you all give me the community that I need, the connection that I need. And I appreciate y'all. So thank you. Thank you for being here and for offering. And even the people who are not typing, it's also okay. It's no pressure to type, but thank you for being here. Again, um, our lives are a masterpiece, a work of art. And our lives are a collaboration. So our entire life is a work of art, right? But the, the small pieces of our lives are made up of constant collaboration with other people. So yes, we are, uh, we are ourselves, but we are also a collection of our experiences, of the relationships that we have, knowledge we've gained from other people. So it's almost like we are a canvas and everybody gets a little paint stroke on us. Like just everybody leaves a little thumbprint on us, creating, like helping us to, be, to create ourselves and to make us more uh, distinguishable, right? So I'm thinking about like people who draw, I don't, but just go with me here. People who draw, right? You, you start, might start with a sketch, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this is the, this is the idea of what I want to do. And it kind of gets across like, okay, cool. Then the painter, right, starts painting over the sketch. Like, okay, I want to put that here. Then you have like a picture. Then you do like highlights, right? And, and you're doing the highlights to add more dimension to the picture, right? We're all being co-sculpted co by the world around us. And we don't necessarily have to give into some of those sculpt sculpting that happens, right? We might have to address something or fix something here, you know, change some, oh, I didn't really like that color. Let me put something else on, right? Our whole life is an experimental piece of art <laughs> and we're all brushing each other and putting color on one another. Let it be good color though. Our lives are a collaboration. And I said to myself, I don't want to be self-made. I don't want to, I don't want to be self-made. I used to think that that was the success. Then I tried it and I didn't like it. I don't like it. Where is the joy in being self-made? 
I desire to be held sacred and cherished in community. I desire to love fully and be loved well. I desire to belong, to be seen, to be celebrated and to celebrate others, to be of good use to other people. I desire intimacy and connection, not isolation, fear and loneliness. That's not what I want. I don't, I don't want loneliness. I don't want struggle. I don't want any of that. I want connection. I do want community. It's just scary sometimes. And it's okay to acknowledge that. That community can be scary. I have been harmed by a lot of people that I thought I was in community with, right? And yet and still, when I do get harmed in those communities, I turn to my other community where I know I can find healing, where I know I can be honest, where I know I can break down, where I know that I can express myself and it not be used against me or exploited. You know, people who allow you to fall apart and don't judge you for that. That's, that's what I want. I want to be able to be a full human being. And being so individual and so focused on like being self-made, again, makes you, because you have to, you have to exploit people to be self-made. You have to. It disconnects you and it disconnects you from yourself. And it has you disrespecting yourself and your community and everyone around you. So for me, Yah is the ultimate collaborator, God. I do nothing of my own strength. That's my belief. I'm grateful to not have to be alone. I'm grateful for this lovely masterpiece. And in nature, like I said, all things collaborate. We are nature. Collaboration is the way of us. And especially black folks. We have always been collaborative. Under white supremacy, all that stuff gets washed away. But every other black and indigenous folk, we are collaborators. We live in community. We do for the greater good. We do for the greater good of all, not just one person. That's, that's, that's why we have lack here, because there is no generosity. We have lack here. People are struggling or poor or unhoused or hungry because of, because of scarcity being created by selfishness and self-centeredness, because of the lack of community and connection and collaboration. So um, there are ways, right, that were stripped away from us. Like us versus individuality, this idea of being an, an individual, trying to find some purpose because we've been told that being, hmm, there's a lot of thoughts, work with me here, but being seen in, under the, that umbrella of black or under poor or under queer or whatever it is, right? Like you've been seen as like, oh, you all are not, like you all are not worthy of anything. So then we try to find relevance and we try to find uh, worth and value outside of us. When it's like, we are everything. <laughs> we are everything to one another, right? You don't have to go outside of yourself and harm other people to be relevant, even though that's what's taught here. I mean, look at what we celebrate. We celebrate billionaires and millionaires, people who have gotten away with stuff, with harming people who can run for an office running this whole country. People who do evil are celebrated here. And so I understand the temptation, I understand it. I, I can't understand the temptation to want to mirror what you see success being, but that is not success. That is ruin. Because that is not sustainable. All these billionaires, they're not, it's not sustainable. How we're doing things now is not sustainable, which is why you see the world turning. Everybody's, like, we're, we're exchanging ideas together. Like, we're not finna work for this low pay for these many hours. And I'm struggling to pay my rent. There's no way. I'm ready for a revolution. I'm just gonna say that right here. But anyway, yes. <laughs> We are collaborating and there's something beautiful about other people saying what you feel and being like, okay, that put work, that puts words to what I'm saying. We need the poet. We need the cook. We need the driver. We need the caretaker. We need the 
we need the person, um, the healer. Like we, we need all these people working together. We need the dreamer. We need the farmer. We need all these people to one, be well, to thrive, to survive, but also to change for the better, change for the best. Okay. As I wrap up, <laughs> as I wrapped up, um, I wanted to talk about enslavement and how they forced us into collaboration. Forced in, forced collaboration is enslavement, right? They, per, they um, perverted such a beautiful and abundant and sacred thing and forcibly enslaved us to benefit them. So even our collaboration together, we, going back, our ancestors were not able to benefit from that collaborating. And even still, in order to survive, they had to collaborate even under stressful and dire um, circumstances. Collaboration is a gifting is a gifting spirit. <laughs> Collaboration in my mind is a spirit. It's a gifting spirit. She is freedom and joy. She multiplies and covers. May we honor her and accept and remember her gift with honor and reverence. And how do you do that? By connecting, by collaborating, by being generous, by being thoughtful, by being present. You know, again, it doesn't have to be a lot. Sharing a kind word can go a long way for someone who feels like they're at the end of their rope. Saying, I see you, to someone who feels unseen can go a long way. You, all that is required is for you to play your part. That's all that has ever been required is for you to play your part. Because no matter what part you play, it's instrumental. It's huge. It's a big deal. So <laughs> let me see what y'all are saying. Hi, Nicola, Sean. Hello, hello. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Let's see. Um, mm -hmm. Think about, think about how health, we, how healthy we were before we were able to afford to go to an industrialized healthcare system. Yes. Um, it was no illegal. It, it is, it was not illegal to think, excuse me, to think our grannies, sorry. It was no illegal to think and grannies made organic healing tinctures. Exactly. Until they made that stuff illegal. Right. Or until, and that's the whole thing. I understand the need to qualify people for things. I understand, uh, especially if you're a doctor or a healer, right? You don't want to, you don't want people to be licensed in something that they can harm people in, right? The problem is, is that people are licensed in things and still harming people. Um, and to your point, they made a lot of the natural remedies and the natural medication, either they, uh, what is the word? They made it illegal. They made it expensive and unaffordable, right? Or they made it, or they uh, poo-pooed it. What is wrong? They criticized it. <laughs> they criticized it so much so that we are less trusting of the natural remedies. We're less trusting of it. We're less trusting of nature because of industrialization. We're less trusting of nature. And also because of black people's trauma in nature. <laughs> people have used trees to display our bodies, right? Like there, there's, it's both, right? It's trauma from our experiences being in nature, right? And also like being made to, made to, uh, till nature and work nature and labor for nature with no benefit of your own. And then also the flight, the flighting that happened, that we went away from all that stuff, right? And so now we're less trusting of it because of the systems. It's a whole thing. It's a lot. It's layered. But yes, yes, I agree. And whole time granny knew. <laughs> granny knew. Get some honey, some red onion, garlic, right? Some lemon, you'll be good. And sure enough, <laughs> you good, you know? This pollution and capitalism done drained the taste out of everything. Yes. Even oxygen. Like when the pandemic shut everything down and the air started tasting good when the pollution stopped. Yes. 
Yes. That was such a, it was a scary time. But seeing the animals out in nature and playing, like what was that, in Italy? Like there were dolphins in the water. It's like, wow. I never even knew dolphins came to Italy. <laughs> Who knew? It's us, we're the problem. They talk about like, eight, so I'm watching, I told y'all, I'm watching Bigfoot, um, this series, uh, Expedition Bigfoot on Travel Channel. And I'm binge watching it. And they will talk about Bigfoot like, oh yeah, Bigfoot is an apex predator. And Bigfoot, who knows? Bigfoot could be violent. And so like Bigfoot, I believe there's a Bigfoot. Let me just start here. I believe in Bigfoot. So sorry. I know. I know. But I believe. I believe. And they're trying to find Bigfoot. And Bigfoot keeps eluding them, right? It's like, up. Oh, we're so close and yet so far. Bigfoot is smarter than you. If Bigfoot exists, Bigfoot is smarter than you. But also... You all are tracking this thing, considering it a killer, when all it's trying to do is exist, right? I don't even know how I got here. Pollution, oxygen, animals. <laughs> I don't know how I got here, but either way, like, oh, that's the point. We're the apex predator. <laughs> so they're calling Bigfoot the apex predator. It's like, no, the call's coming from inside the house. Humans are the apex predator. I don't even know if we're the apex predator because we're kind of, we're a little, uh, we're a little weak. We're a little, you know what I'm saying? We, we can't see at night. We can't see far. I wear glasses, right? Like it's, it's a whole thing. Like we are not, we destroy things. We consume things. And these animals or Bigfoot, right? Not calling Bigfoot an animal, but Bigfoot is just trying to live. And y'all are chasing Bigfoot around the forest. It just speaks to the predatory nature of humans and how we really don't care. I don't know. That's how I feel. Paula, De- hi. Paula, Paula de Joie. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Please correct me. <laughs> um, we can start small by getting a planter box and throwing some collard seeds in there. Yes. Try growing some of your own food. Enjoy the process. It's wonderful watching food grow. I love that. And it, and it allows you to be more appreciative, right? When you see how slowly food is grown, you appreciate it more. And I think that's one of the, the downfalls of being so disconnected from the food that we eat. We don't appreciate it. So we're buying up all this stuff, like not even considering how much time and effort it took to grow. You know? Um, people perceive God with a human mind. We can barely perceive people that surround us. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point. How can you comprehend something that created the microscopic particles and all that you see in sense, speak, facts, mainstream beauty? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yes, it is the hidden life of trees. Yes, yes. Um, yes, I don't see God as stoic and emotionless. God is comedic at times too. He cracks me up. Yes, God be cracking me up too. Same, same. Um, real fr- real food versus created food. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Buy your ticket. Please, please. Listen, Um, you will definitely find some BS tacos in LA. Okay. You got to know the spots. Okay. Thank you for letting me know because I hate being disappointed with, Mm-mm. I don't like it. <laughs> Red onion, the healing. Exactly. Red onion. First of all, it's delicious and it's healing. Yes. Ayo says, my sister really looks like my mom and I look like my father, but I noticed I have some freckles. And one day I looked in the mirror and was like, there's my mom. I love that. Oh, that's beautiful. All that makes you want to weep. That is so beautiful. That's gorgeous. I love that. There's my mom. I love that. I love that. Ooh, um, I love Tex-Mex. I live in Texas. I had some really good Mexican food in, in Syracuse, New York last week. Oh, nice. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Tex-Mex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also, I'm lactose sensitive. I don't think I'm intolerant. I think I'm sensitive. So like all the sour cream, all the cheese. Yeah, I can't do it. It's too much. 
Um, you should wait. You should wait when you hug a tree. Wait for the message as you hug it. Stand barefoot and let Mother Earth in in the sun talk to you. OMG. Okay. This sounds like a dream. I'm probably gonna have to wait until next week because it's cold this week. It's like in the 40s or something. It's cold. But yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Please, please. Buddhism talks about how spirits live in trees. That's why it's important that if you plan to cut a, cut down trees, you have to let the spirits know in advance or else they'll attack you with... Hold on one second. Attack you with... Oh, lands with lands literally become cursed when nature gets destroyed. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me. Especially because like, what are you building in its place, right? And cursed land doesn't even have to look... I think that we're, we're, we're expecting cursed land to look like oh desolate and whatever you can't grow nothing but I think it also looks like high rises and people living in shadows who can't afford to live there right like I get really irritated with high rises because they're blocking the sun it bothers me like you're, you're stealing the sun from the people who have to live below you I hate that the high rises and me got beef people who build them I got beef I got beef because now everybody else has to live in your shadow like especially like in so in the D.C. area, they're developing, obviously, they keep building things. And in Southwest, there is a place where I used to walk to go to work because I used to work on the cruise line, like, um, what is it? The Spirit of Washington cruises. And so uh, I used to work there. Also, I want to have a live where I talk about every job I talk about and talk about how y'all hate poor people. Not you, but people in general, because we got to talk. But anyway, so there was this place across the street from the metro where I got off at to go walk. And there were people who lived there, brown people who lived there. And then I came back years later and the place is developed with a high rise. And so now like that high rise casts a shadow, casts a shadow across the street. And for me, that is evil. To me, that is cursed. To me, like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like that is, it's insulting, but yes. <laughs> yes, please, which quote? Please share it. <laughs> Hi, striding through doors. Hello, hello. Hi, uh, Rising Glory. Hello, hello. Thank you for your message about quitting being okay. Yes, absolutely. That freed me and directed me towards creating what has been pending for years. I'm an artist and I need I need to express. Can't do that at work. Yes, yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you for creating. Thank you. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Oh, the tree spirit. Yes, yes. The trees have the ability to move to another location on its own. Yes, they do. They do. They they move. Trees, it might be slow, but they gonna move. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, what did I say? I don't even know what I said. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Um, I was on the Amtrak headed to DC and I could not stop crying. The entire corridor where the train rides, the corporate elite have placed poison to kill the trees. So painful. Yes, yes. And uh, it appears that the trees are crying through the poison. Um, then you see the limbs turn black. They still slow the beauty. They still show the beauty, excuse me, as they die. Trees are our libraries. They hold answers that we need. Hug them. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. I mean, I, I hate that they're doing it to trees, but I love this, this train of thought. Yeah. And again, trees feel pain. Trees mourn. Trees grieve, right? Trees, when you see them together, they're a whole community. They're a whole family. They take care of each other. Those little baby, I don't know if y'all have seen like in developments, where like they'll put like little baby trees and expose them. Trees are supposed to be covered by bigger trees because the small trees are exposed to too much sun. It will kill them. It will kill them. They have people designing, designing whole neighborhoods who are not people who know trees. Like you could read a book, just read a book 
and know that, right? But there are people who obviously go to school and study it, right? So respect to them. But like, who dedicate their whole lives to trees. But I, but I think it's really insulting how how obsessed we are with convenience, even at the suffering of nature. We have enslaved nature to do what we want it to do. Everything that white supremacy touches and capitalism touches enslaves everything, including nature, including nature. Now we can't put a tree here just because the tree deserves to exist. We got to put a tree here to make it look pretty for humans who want to appreciate it anyway. Now there are, there are bees who are not getting their pollen, who need to, you know, give us, who need to give us honey, right? Because we have to have honey, but y'all don't care about the bees. Y'all don't care about no wildflowers, nothing. Y'all don't care about using pesticides, but y'all want the stuff. You want what's convenient, but you're not willing to do the work. And what I realized, and, and I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about that too. Something that has, that I've been saying to myself over and over as a mantra is like, slow is love. Slow is love. Doing things slowly with intention, with kindness, right? Not cutting shortcuts. When the government makes shortcuts, when people make shortcuts, you harm other people. That's how I define a shortcut. Not like just because it's easy. Yeah, it should be easy, but it shouldn't harm anybody else. If it's harming someone else or leaving somebody else without, it is theft. It is theft. My convenience should not come at the disrespect, dishonor, the harm of somebody else. My convenience is not that serious. You know what I'm saying? So when I see stuff like this, like they're killing trees, like the tree has to die slowly, like the pain that that tree is in. We don't even think about that. We think like, oh, it's just, it's just woo woo. It's not that serious. No, capitalism and white supremacy takes the sanctity out of everything. Nothing is sacred under capitalism and white supremacy. Nothing, not even nature, not the ant, not the worm, not the blade of grass. Not children. If we don't, if we don't honor, if we don't honor nature, why are we surprised that people aren't being honored or taken care of? You know. Anyway, um, it appears that the trees. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Isolation is a tactic of abusers. Period. It is. It is. <laughs> yes, yes. I saw you from that. From I saw you from that far away. Like that looks like Alicia. <laughs> I'm glad you said something. Cause we were on a mission. We we're like, let's get burgers and get in line. Cause that line was long. But yes, thank you. It was so good to see you. It was so good to see you. We have to see, I have to see you again. Please, please. Hi, Glamzini. Hello, hello. Hi, Southern Rose Tia D. Hello. Hi, Tea Time Beauty. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. OMG, a work of art. So I was looking at a creative at creative piece on yesterday. The woman was inspired by a mop. Ooh, I love that. Her art is mop paintings. I was so excited at her uniqueness. I love that. Inspiration is everywhere everywhere the idea of self-made billionaire is hilarious because they couldn't be billionaires without exploiting thousands jeff bezos ain't in the warehouses and they're not and they're overworking the people who work at the warehouse that's why <sighs> yeah i ordered something and i was like they were like oh you can get it overnight and i'm like i don't need it overnight that means that somebody has to get up at 4 a.m to give me some socks. I don't know. I don't know what I was ordering, but it's like to give me some socks. And also I'm going to stop ordering from Amazon. I do. I do. It's just so hard. It's hard to consume ethically because you take away like, it's like the illusion of choice. When I found out apparently yesterday, everything is owned by like four companies. Everything is owned by four companies. It's depressing, but either way. Yes. He's not in the warehouses. He's also exploiting those people's labor. It's a lot. It's a lot. Competition should be for sport and fun, not survival. Exactly. That's it. Keep it on the field. Have fun. Play a little football. 
I have thoughts about football. Y'all know I have thoughts, but play little games. You know what I mean? And then come and when you come into the real life, don't bring that over here. Don't bring that foolishness over here. We don't want it. <laughs> we don't want it. Collaboration requires emotional intelligence. It does. It does. This is not sustainable. And you see it imploding. We see it everywhere. Mm-mm-mm. Just pray for a coworker who's going through a tough time and it costs me nothing. I love that, Ashley. And thank you for praying for them. And I hope that I'm, I'm praying in this moment for a coworker. And as your coworker gets better, whatever is going on, that the situation gets better. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. I make organic healing tinctures now. Yes. I love that. I love that. Demonize. That's the word I'm looking for. They demonize alternative medicine. Like, oh, you don't, you don't want to trust. I don't want to trust plants that y'all make the medicine from anyway, except you take the medicine that grows from the ground naturally and make it into something, make it more potent, do something else to it and then repackage and sell it to me. But tell me that nature is wrong. How'd that make sense? <laughs> What's going on? No, you don't want me to be, you don't want me to, you want me to plug into your system. And I'm not, and ob- obviously I'm not saying this about all medication because people need medication, Right. But I'm saying like, no, they're demonized for a reason. There's a book that I read. Hold on one second. <laughs> Hold on. Mm. Okay. So I'm trying to do some self-study of um, herbalism and things before I can like afford like a actual like course for herbalism. And so I'm reading Working the Roots, right? Over 400 years of traditional African-American healing. Over 400 Years of Traditional African-American Healing. It's a book written by Michelle E. Lee. Um, so it says, Michelle Elizabeth Lee has worked for over 30 years in the, in the integrated arts field as a visual artist, curator, administrator, educator, and writer. She has an MFA from the University of South, Southern California and a BA from Antioch College. She's a native of Oakland, California, who was raised in a family of traditional healers from the South. She currently lives and works in her native Oakland, where she teaches art in a public school. She has two children... Two children. Okay, so this is the book. So in this book, they were talking about this man who found water. It was like a spiritual gift for him. Like he could find water using sticks or something like that. Um, Yes. Shoot. Open it to the right page. So the book of Joe Hayes, right? So he was a water stick man. It's W-A-D-A stick man. So basically his job was to find water. And so what happened was... White people came and decided that in order to find water, you needed a certification. And of course, he didn't have the money or the resources to go get that certification, so he lost his job. So now they use other technologies to find water, but that was his spiritual gift to find water. So my whole point is that nature has a way and then people come in and tell you that it's not legit, it's not real, right? And then they sell it back to you, the gift that you already had. You already had a man in your community who could help you find water and was getting paid and lived a very, a very good life doing that. But, you know, wasn't exploiting his neighbors or anything like that. But then the government came in and exploited people and then also poisoned their water, destroyed their crops and their herbs. It's a whole thing. America gets on my nerves. But yes, this book is also good. It's filled with stories and um, also, yeah, also some remedies, some medicines, Learning about like different mulberry trees or like I'm in the M section. So yeah. Anyway, it's good. It's a good book. I recommend it for those of you who are interested in herbalism and things like that. It's good. So anyway, that's my point with the alternative medicine. Same thing. Like, oh, you barbaric people. How dare you use this herb to do X, Y, and Z? Come to my place and, you know, get tinctures. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Currently watching the beauty of my mentor preparing for his ascension into the next collaboration with the unknown. He's not afraid. This too is art, embracing the joy of the unknown. Wow. This too is art, embracing the joy of the unknown. Thank you, Greta. Greta, are you a writer? Because this is beautiful. This was beautiful. That was beautiful. We're all, we're all pieces of fabric, fabric <laughs> on the greater quilt of life. Exactly. Exactly. We're in collaboration with each other, whether we know each other or not. We're in collaboration with one another. Um, it's, un it's okay to comfort and encourage one another in any space. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, which one? Uh, either it was this one, The Hidden Life of Trees, or Working the Roots by Michelle E. Lee. Working the Roots. So yes. Um, yep, all herbs have that FDA disclaimer on it that says this has not been FDA approved to cure anything. That statement instills fear, plants seeds of doubt, and the very thing that can cure. Exactly, 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 Bigfoot. <laughs> it is, we are the predator. It's us. It's us. Last night I stood at the edge of the road and walked through the roads and I considered maybe the car zooming by would be the solution to not having to deal with so much going on in the world. Yes. There's a whole, we, we'll talk about that too. There's a whole like mini documentary that I watched. So on YouTube, this is the kind of stuff I watch. I like, I like documentaries and like learning new stuff when I have the energy for it. But um, basically the way that the roads were designed, the way that is not sustainable for life. It's all about money. Surprise, surprise. It's all about making money for the car dealerships, for the companies, right? Because when you think about it, even like when you live in the suburbs, you can't walk anywhere. Like where I live, there's not a lot of public transportation. Like you have to have a car and they design it that way so that you have to buy cars. And so then you have to pay insurance and then you have to like, it's a whole thing. You got to pay the MVA, right? It's about making money. So when they're, when they're designing these neighborhoods, they're not thinking about humans. They're not thinking about us. They're not thinking about animals. None of that. They're thinking about the bottom, like their dollar. That's it. That's it. And so when you see signs about like, oh, be a good pedestrian, no, create good roads. <laughs> like why do pedestrians have to walk alongside of a, a, a street? There's no other, like, there's no other way. It's on purpose. It's designed like this on purpose. And so, like I said, when money is your God, when convenience is your God, like when you're so set on convenience, other people, animals, things suffer. I would love to live in a place where I don't have, have to have a car. I would love that. But all those places are too expensive for me to live currently. They're too expensive for me to live, like in, in the States anyway. You know, people are leaving the country to do that, to find a walkable place, a place that is kinder to the environment where you don't need a car, you know? So yeah. <laughs> okay, Bigfoot is my spouse's area of expertise. <laughs> I know way too much about Bigfoot. Wow, that's so cool. Hi, Invincible Summer. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Yes, yes. I wish I knew that because we could have listened. I don't know if you want to hear it. You go to mile, but Bigfoot is one of my things like, wow, I think Bigfoot really is real. I really do think Bigfoot is real. I also feel like Bigfoot don't want to be found. So stop looking, right? Leave Bigfoot alone. <laughs> and the reason why Bigfoot don't like us is because Bigfoot has seen us destroy everything we touch. Leave Bigfoot alone. <laughs> Colorism, racism. Um, I genuinely feel like I do not belong on this planet. And I feel like no matter where I go, there's, there's never going to be a place where people see me for who I am. I feel alone and invisible. Well, girl, your melanin, I'm sending you so much love and you're not alone. Even when you feel alone, right? Like you're not alone. I see you as much as I can see you here, right? And I honor you and I see you. Colorism, racism, that's real. 
it's understandable to feel that way, but you're not alone. Again, even with myself, I have to go cellular. Like, one, God is with me, but also my cells, the cells in my body. How can I say that I'm alone? And this is just me. And this is not, listen, this is not me being toxically positive either. Feel your feelings. Your feelings are valid. But I have to go to be like, no, like my heart is beating to keep me alive. My lungs are expanding and contracting to keep me alive, right? The cells are regenerating to keep me alive. I am not alone. I am not alone. I'm also made up of my ancestors. I'm not alone. I have God. I'm not alone. And obviously, yes, it's very different than wanting companionship because yes, I do want to belong to a community. I want companionship, right? So I'm sending you so much love. I'm sending you so much love. I really am. I really am. Um, a while ago, you mentioned the hidden life of trees. I'm reading it now. Yes, yes. Isn't it really interesting? I love it. I love it. Um, also, I encourage y'all to check out Andrewism on YouTube. Ooh, let me write that down. A channel about anarchism, solar punk, and gardening. I love that. <laughs> so I love that. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, me too. I'm sorry things are so challenging for you right now, but I, but personally, I'm grateful to, and happy you're still with us. Praying that things get better soon. Absolutely. Insane. Same. Hi, Pisces Pret. Um, oh, it's a piece of lint just floating around. <laughs> that desire to dominate nature is not our natural people way. Exactly. Our people's natural way. Also think of the scene from The Lost World where the guy shoots at the little dinos just so they know to fear humans to his detriment. Okay. <sighs> yes. Let me come down. They're so ugly. Yes, the Dark Nate, I hate them. They're hideous. They're hideous. They're cold. And they still got roaches and rats. So now what? Now what? Like, mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Um, I just saw a video from Black Forager discussing how trees form a community. Yes, yes. It's a beautiful lesson on collaboration. Exactly. Exactly. The high rises are to, are to block the sun and kill our creativity. Exactly. I agree. It's on purpose. It's on purpose. Um, as an autistic, as, as an autistic, I, I definitely needed to hear that slow. It's not you with me. I'm sorry. Um, slow is love. Yeah. Slow is love. Slow, slowness is natural to me as it, as it is. Let me actually slow down when I'm reading. Slowness is natural to me as it is so many other creatures. Yes. Thank you much needed. Absolutely. That's what I'm really sitting with. Slow is love. Like when I think about like fast fashion and again, grain of salt because some of us can only afford fast fashion it's complicated right but when I think about fast fashion or fast food or a lot of stuff that we do here quickly lacks nutrients or love or kindness people who create fast fashion clothes are suffering they're suffering and the clothes don't even last that long so now we're polluting the earth you know what I'm saying so yes I feel like we need to go back to the slow we do when we're moving too fast we burn out we exploit ourselves right people exploit us they put unrealistic demands on us. They treat us like machines. No, humans are supposed to go slow. We got two legs. Everything else got four legs, okay? We have two legs. We're supposed to go slow. We're supposed to notice. We're supposed to be present, you know? And they talk about it as if we don't need trees to literally to literally breathe, literally, literally. This, this is the true meaning of gluttony. It's when you consume so much that you cause others to suffer from lack. Exactly, exactly. Just like eating meat, you take on the painful energy. Oh, when it was killed. Pay attention to your behavior afterwards. Yes, thank you for sharing that. And like I said, it's really hard to consume ethically here. It's really hard. We're all doing our best. Hi, Barbara. Hi, 
back, Barbara. It's good to see you. Hi, Alicia. Okay, I love trees, but not in my yard. <laughs> Sorry, I think about the trees coming down in a bad storm and tornado landing on my house. I know someone this has happened to. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, listen, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm not necessarily thinking about individuals, right? An individual thing. I'm thinking about whole corporations consuming and destroying trees. Like I had this thought we were walking in the woods and I was thinking to myself, a trees will spend, again, a tree will spend a hundred years to grow just to be cut down and to made into cheap, cheap wood for a house that won't even last 30 years. When that tree in that forest could have benefited us all, right? But no, this is not about you, Barbara, but I'm good. I'm glad to see you. I'm happy that you're here. Thank you. I know I'm trying my best to boycott, boycott these companies, but they own every damn thing. Exactly. 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 Ah. Wow, what spiritual gifts do we have that we've been sleeping on because they've convinced us that we don't have any? Hello, that part. Or they say it's too woo-woo or because we can't scientifically prove. Miss me with that. I'm I'm very okay with not knowing how. I'm like, and I know that some people are like, oh, that's like anti, what is the word? Anti-intellectualism. I was like, no, I don't need to know how everything works for me to honor it. I feel like, again, that's it's giving validate your reason for existing you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't need to understand i don't need to make sense i don't need to make it make sense to you for me to honor it and it doesn't have to make sense for me to, to honor it either i don't understand a lot of stuff i'm looking out the window what do i i don't understand how grass grows i still honor it <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't understand how my heart's beating i honor it right i don't understand a lot and it doesn't mean that i can't appreciate it. and i think i think it's the same way for our spiritual gifts and our spiritual like our intuition for example you know when something's off you know not to turn down that street you can't explain it but you know it and they taught us to question what we know and base our knowledge of things based on their understanding of things like unless it, it, it unless it can go through their filter of understanding it doesn't get to exist it doesn't get to uh be legitimate you know what i'm saying so yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but the man was not, but the man was not one of them. Hold on, hold on. But I miss. Tell me more. <laughs> um, Sinclover, what, what had happened was <laughs> white people came. <laughs> Is the opening to a lot of stories, unfortunately. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Do I have good reads? I do. On like Audible? Yes. Or Kindle? Yes. <laughs> yes, pay attention. Soon they will shut down herbs. Yes, exactly. Oh, yes, you do right. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yes, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, Greta. Your words are so beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. And they run and they ruin the composition when they revise natural medicine. Mm -hmm. Yes, the creator placed a holistic balance of chemicals and plants, but they extract one piece and that can screw up a human's overall balance. Exactly, exactly. Listen, land zoning is another issue I have some thoughts on. Same, same. <laughs> they are trying to ban the herbalist. If you can... If you, if you are prescribed anything, look for ground food first to heal you. I love that. Scripture calls us physicians. Physici physicians heals, heal thyself, not doctors. Know who you are. I love that. I love that. And I agree. I think that we should all, as, as much capacity as we have, we should know what we're in relationship with. What are tools around us? What, what medicines are around us? Learning about dandelion. You know, we're like, oh, even dandelion, dandelion greens. We can eat that. It's beneficial to us, but we've been taught like, no, dandelions are weeds. They're going to mess up the lawn. We don't need it. You could have a whole, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about eating it because pesticides. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me, but there are so many benefits out there that we see as nuisances. Like, oh no, that's, that's not physically becoming 
that's not attractive to my eye. It's like, but it's medicine. It's there on purpose. Everything has a purpose. Everything, everything, <laughs> everything. I'm so glad you're talking about these things. I'd be feeling like I'm losing it sometimes. And you're not, you're not. I appreciate everyone here making space for speaking to our realities. I love that, Reed. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yep. Indigenous nations knew to leave Bigfoot be. Listen, in that show, they keep interviewing indigenous folks and they keep telling them, yeah, leave them alone. <laughs> leave the big feets, I don't even know, Bigfoots, the big feet, leave them alone. They don't want to be bothered. They've also had encounters with Bigfoot and have been scared, but they also honor Bigfoot as a creature living its life, not bothering you. Why do we have to, it's, it's so annoying. We feel like we got to conquer everything and, and, and put it under our control and it's annoying. Ugh. Uh, Michelle is fabulous. Yes. As a roots. Oh, yay. As a roots teacher and an artist, we're both Bay area artists. Awesome. I have a drawing on my website dedicated to trees. Yes. Buy her book. Knowledge that's always been there. That's always been there. Again, I recommend this y'all take your time with it. It's a lot. It's a lot in here, but it's so good. And it has stories even talking about the, the food they used to eat, um, like pig, for example, you know, how pig is bad. And for some, sure, if you believe it, I'm with you, right? But also the food that we're eating is very different than the food that they ate back in the day. So there are elders in this book talking about, I don't know what y'all be eating, but that's not the pig that I ate. They don't even taste the same. It don't look the same. It's not the same. But this book is so good. I'm probably going to reread this. I need to reread this. So yes, thank you. And thank you, Paula Dejoie. I hope I'm saying that right. But thank you. Yes, yes. One step at a time, one day at a time. Yes. Each breath is an opportunity for our soul to express itself. I love that. Y'all got some good uh, quotables here. <laughs> I love how you always show the books that you're reading. Reading is another way we liberate. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. I love books. And thank you. Thank you for caring. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. Yes, I'm planning to leave the U.S. for peace and a lower cost of living. Changing the paradigm. American dream is a lie. A whole lie. <laughs> Um, I, cho I chose life and choose to be where life is. I love that. I choose life and choose to be where life is. Ooh, I love that. I feel the pull towards greater. Yes. Doing it scared and messy and excited. I love that. I love that. Hi, FaithWorks Inspiration. You're not late. You're right on time. Happy that you're here. And you can always watch the replay. I'm gonna leave it up. So, yes. Can we just have a giant Zoom call or plan a group meeting somewhere? I live in Atlanta, please. Yes. Yes. Okay, so this is something else. Like with my um, campaign that I'm doing right now where I'm raising money, to create and to co-create with other people. I've been thinking about this because I don't, and I'll talk about this more on Patreon because shout out to my patrons, they help me to keep creating. But I don't wanna have everything behind a paywall. And a part of me, I'm just be honest with y'all, a part of me, so with Patreon, I know a lot of people have like a lot of like, yeah, if you join my Patreon, you'll get X, Y, and Z and this and this and this. And like, I don't have the energy for a lot of things. I don't have the energy to keep like, oh, every time I, like every time I want to do something, I put it behind on Patreon, on Patreon and, and Patreon does get my works in, works in progress and stuff like that. So I appreciate y'all. Right. And I do want to keep it going, but I also want my Patreon to be able to, to support what I'm doing for people who can't afford it either. Right. Like I want the, 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 the patronage that I get to be able to serve other people too. A part of me is like, boo, capitalism. <laughs> Um, but also I need money to survive, right? And I hope that my patrons would understand, like, yes, please still join my Patreon because you support me, right? And the work that I'm already doing as opposed to having to do more work. Shout out to Glamzini. I saw you in the chat. Um, seeing you and even Stephanie Perry talk about this, like, yeah, I, I actually don't want to labor anymore 
for for money. What I'm doing, I, I believe in, and I want to funnel all my energy into that and my effort into that. And the money helps on Patreon, but I don't want to make another another like, hey, I'm performing for your money type thing. I don't I don't have to make make that make sense. But yes, I do want to have Zoom group meetups and stuff like that, even online, even over the winter, just to talk about certain things. Like I have questions like how do you define success or like things that I want us to sit down in circles and talk about, you know, that we can't like, yeah, I'm talking like this, but I would love to hear your input or uh, what are your code of ethics? Stuff like this. What would it look like if, what would it look like if mon- if we didn't need money, right? Like just allowing ourselves to dream of what else is possible. There's a lot of things coming, but um, that's what I've been struggling with recently. So yes, we will have some Zoom calls and like group meetups. And also in the spring, I plan on traveling and hopefully meeting you all in real life. Hopefully you like me. Hopefully it's fun. <laughs> but I really want us to meet in parks and just like talk again and create and just be like a good place for one another, you know? So yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, they don't want us to breathe. They want us to have asthma and reliant on pharmaceutical only for them to say there is a shortage so you can live in fear and then, and and then, yeah, and then pass. Yes, yes. It was so at the beginning of 2020, you know what happened during 2020 and people here in Maryland weren't able to get their, there was a delay, delay on money. For some reason, there was a delay on money. So they had an open, like a town hall meeting. I don't know why, just give us the money. But they had a town hall meeting and I called in because I needed um, unemployment too. And people were talking about how they didn't have insulin. They didn't have enough money for insulin. They were, they were going days without taking their insulin. Things they need to survive. Going days without it. Because the government was dragging its feet. They don't be dragging its feet when y'all be taking money from us. Okay. Y'all want it now. Y'all want it today. But when it's time to, to give it back out to the to the people who need it, it's a problem, you know? But yes, anyway. Ugh, that's the level of freedom I need. Oh, what happened? What happened? Hold on. Exactly. Logic is not better than... Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. Trusting yourself. You know. You know. You know way more than you think you know. They just taught you that you don't know anything. You know a lot more than you think you know. We don't have to know how, just be, exactly. And watch what comes towards us or opens up. I understand nothing. I'm a life learner. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yes, Greta, you be coming through. <laughs> Thank you. So inspir- So is inspiration. While in the flow of community, my words came by feeling in this space. We are all connected. I love that. I love that. They cut off our understanding of the natural world because they want to hold the keys to wellness. And it's not wellness. It's not wellness. But yes. And I, that's why I put in quotes. But yes, I agree. I agree. Yes, pay attention. Yes. Listen, I be reading books from indigenous folks, listening to their um, speeches. Uh, listen, listen to the people who know. <laughs> this is their land, okay? Listen to the people who know. Listen to the people who know. I've been reading books on indigenous wisdom from around the world. They know. I'm, I'm tuning in. Hi, Lita's daughter. I'm tuning in late, but I'm so grateful that you are using this platform to spread such positivity. Yay. You're like a superhero out there. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. That makes me happy. <laughs> Hello. Bigfoot just chilling and eating their apples. Leave them alone. That's it. That's it. Yep. Hormones in the food. Exactly. Yep. Not judging. I'm saying pay attention to how our bodies feel when you eat. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, no. No worries. No worries. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Poets, poets, profound. I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. I studied herbalism and every time I come across an unknown weed, I research it and every time the plant is beneficial and healing. I love that. I love that. Yes, group call. Okay, let's do it. But yes, I agree. Like 
how about instead of saying, oh, this is not helpful, how about we actually do the research and be like, is this helpful? And it probably, it probably is because it exists. It probably, it probably is because it exists. Now, are there transplanted things and um, like we have stink bugs here that are not native here and apparently they're, I forget what the word, they, they're invasive. They're an invasive species because there's no predator for them. So there's obviously stuff that are misplaced, but it's creation was on purpose. It's just in the wrong space, <laughs> you know? Um, we're talking about how good how how good is killing us. Meanwhile, I have butter and eggs on the counter so I can make a cake later. Yes. Oh, food. <laughs> Daisha, make that cake. Treat yourself. Make that cake, right? There's nothing wrong with eating cake. There's nothing wrong with eating cake, you know? There's nothing wrong with eating cake. And it sounds like you're making it also from scratch, first of all. That's awesome. Goals. Because <laughs> it's, it's box for me. But yes, eat the cake. Mm-mm. There's no shame in that. But we're talking about the food that they uh, modified to harm us. You feel me? So yes, yes. <laughs> there are theories Bigfoot might not be from the planet or dimension. Yes, yes. That they're like spirits. There's a whole rabbit hole to go down with Bigfoot. Yes. Hi, child of 83. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. <laughs> Don't show another book. I just got rid of a thousand books trying to move. I love how books smell. Me too. And I have to downsize books too. Let me see if y'all can, I don't know. I don't know. I'm all hooked up. Hold on. Let me see if you can. You see all these books? Books, books, books. It is one, two, three, four. Four things of books I need to get rid of. Four shelves. And books are on top of books are on top of books. <laughs> so yes, I feel you. Oh, let me come down. Mm. Yes, the healing book of wisdom is a great book. I have that book. Look at y'all. Hold on. Mm. Yay! The healing wisdom of Africa, uh, finding life purpose through finding life purpose through nature, ritual, and community. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, listen, listen to the. They know. Um, one book I'm liking so far is a Black Agenda: Solutions to a Broken System. Thank you for that. Thank you. I'm going to go back in these comments and look these books up and put on my Kindle because I'm trying not to buy no more books. I'm trying. <laughs> Let me know if you do it. I will. And we are. We're going to have a. Um, we're going to have a Maryland meetup for sure. For sure. <laughs> Add me to the group call. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I do have a discord. I just haven't shared it recently because I don't. OK. I would love to share the discord. Right. But like, I can't hold myself to always be active on it because I'd be a hermit sometimes and I'd be overwhelmed. So yes, yeah, so I, I think I'm gonna re push it out there, but sometimes I don't have the energy to always be on my phone. So that's like, that's like a thing for me, but yes, I don't mind. We can, we can definitely do it. We can definitely do it. Let me come down. The horror stories did you hear, the horror stories did you hear when Cartes was talking about, there was a band on, a band on psychiatry, psychiatric medicine he's okay now but how scary oh wow no i didn't hear that that's awful and reminds me of how i ate pop tarts after some years of weaning off of them when i tell you when i tell you all my body started acting up i couldn't believe how much it messed me up after weaning from them listen there's so much sugar in pop tarts me and my mom were talking about that <laughs> me i know <laughs> Grit, i'm sorry <laughs> there's so many books there's so many things, but this one, I don't even think that is, this one is on Kindle. So I had to buy, I had to buy this one. I had to, okay. I had to, but yes, no more books. I won't say anything. <laughs> Me neither, gorgeous one. I'm excited. I'm excited. 
Um, man, I've been waiting for unemployment from the P from the pandemic from 2021. I live in VA and they were using a program from the eighties in our unemployment system. Yet Google is putting its headquarters in VA. I'm gonna let you know now. I feel like the government does it on purpose. They don't want us to get our, obviously. They don't want us to get the help that we need. Glad I tuned in. Hi. Glad I tuned in just in time to hear about Bigfoot and herbalism. <laughs> yes. Our conversation has gone everywhere, but I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, They absolutely they absolutely put things in our food that promote our addiction to them. Exactly. Yep. Um, Exactly like, like a drug. Those were withdrawal symptoms you were having. Wow. Wow. Yes. Banned. A lot of food that we eat and we're like, banned. What do they know that we don't? But they want to keep us ignorant. They want to keep us ignorant. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, the black book. Yes, it is. The Healing Wisdom of Africa, Finding Life Purpose Through Nature, Ritual, and Community. By Maladoma, I'm sure I'm saying this wrong, please forgive me. Maladoma Patrice Somme, author of Of Water and the Spirit. And Alice Walker endorses this book and says, profoundly wise and fascinating. We love Alice Walker. So yes. It says, a fascinating detailed journey through the tradition healing practices of West Africa by a beloved shaman and scholar. So yes. I love that. And he talks a lot in here about, it's really good. It's really good. I say read it. His story is really interesting. So yes, it's really good. (laughs) I'll probably read this after I get done. But yes, yes, yay. Me too. I appreciate these chats too. They make me happy. They make my day. I haven't, I haven't uh, live streamed in a minute and I was nervous. I'm also like, I always get sweaty, but whatever. I get, I get nervous, but this talking to y'all always calms me down. So thank you. Thank you for helping me work through my thoughts in real time. What I'm sharing with you all here is also what I'm writing in my book um, or my chat books, the, the ideas that I have. Cause I have a lot of ideal ideas. And for a long time, I'm like, well, can I write about these things? Even if I haven't done like the research on all the things. And it's like, why not? Why can't you? <laughs> why can't you talk about collaboration and community and how we are in collaboration with everything you know you're allowed and you're also allowed to be wrong you're allowed to get things wrong (laughs) you're allowed to learn as you go and make mistakes it doesn't have to be perfect and that's the thing you can always make a second edition a third edition a fourth a fifth a 25th you're allowed to keep creating and keep editing as you make because we're always in process we're always learning more you don't have to know everything first to put the thing out there you know Um, On top of the sugar, it's the artificial dyes too. Yes, yes. The dyes have been linked heavily to with depression, bipolar disorder, and infertility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're poisoning us. They're poisoning us because they want us to go into the medical system. You know. So yes, yes. Um, it's nice to see people open to talk talking about health alternative medicine. Some people will see you as a troublemaker, (laughs) even if you're friendly and not harsh. Yes, absolutely. They will. I want to see that. Yes. Gorgeous one. They say sugar is more addictive than cocaine and is, and is, okay? Sugar is a drug. Sugar is a drug for sure. When used improperly, right? Like when you're abusing something, you're misusing it. So yes. Everything is artificial. Everything. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Pop-tarts are sugar rust. Yes. (laughs) My addiction is to spicy chips. Oh, no. But yes, yes. Yes. Hi, beautiful people. Please show your support by hitting the like button if you're enjoying the stream. Yes, please. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm using my dissertation to rewrite for a book. Awesome. Congrats, Greta. That's beautiful. What is it about? Please tell us. 
dyes, perms, makeup, toothpaste, deodorants, perfumes. Exactly. It's like they're always like, how can I sneak in a little a little poison in here? How can I can I sneak a little a little poison in there for sport, for taste? It's like, why can't we figure out like even when people are talking about like the sugar alternatives, right? The um, what is it? The half, not the, the sweet and lows, the sweet and lows, the splendas. Even that is poison. It has like embalming fluid in it. What? Why on earth would you ever put this in something that humans eat, except that you want to get them sick? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Or like the butter alternatives, margarine, right? There was a, there was a time in our in our family where we only ate margarine because they said like this is the healthiest version of the food that you're eating. Then come to find out, it's worse because it's like. Some way that they process it, the way that the fats work, things, things, science, it's, it's not good. It's not good for you. And so like, for me, it's like, no, we have the things we need. Everything that we have is perfect. It's just that y'all keep perverting it. Anything man-made is going to be off. It's going to be off. It's going because we're flawed. We're wrong. We're greedy. We're evil, right? And evil, I'm t- we as in the corporations, like they're evil. So they're going to make it make it make sense for them but not for the body the body doesn't know how to digest this it's like what is this it's not even food what is this (sighs) yes (laughs) sugar is the drug it will shut down your body yes it will it will sugar is made the exact same way as cocaine starts as a green plant and is pressed into white crystals so yes that's real one and one that's real yes aspartame i don't know if i'm saying that right aspartame but yes that stuff is bad for you and oh the diet coke Filled with aspartame or, I don't know how how to pronounce that, but aspartame making you sick. It's linked to neurological disorders, cancers, all this other stuff. And all we're trying to do, all we're trying to do is eat well. That's it. That's it. It's it's like wellness is gatekept. Like healthy food is made expensive so you can't afford it. They're forcing you to eat trash. Food that they know is not good. People are on limited resources and funds, so they're buying stuff that is not the best, obviously, because it's, you, you've made it more expensive to get the best. I hate it here. <laughs> I really I really do. I really do. Sacred Rebel. Break the rules, escape the matrix, and awaken to self. Mm, mm, mm. I love that title, Greta. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. First detox should be from sugar. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I've tried it. I feel like I've done it. But it's hard. Sugar is so... Mm. it's just something about it sugar but you know when we went to Mexico we went to Mexico for like a few weeks I didn't eat a lot of sugar the one drink that I had was like an apple apple cider soda it was good it was really good um it's one of my favorite sodas down there but while in Mexico I didn't eat a lot of sugar when I came back though okay you taste the food and it's different when you come back from somewhere else where they actually like care about what they're doing and how they're making it you come back here everything is too sweet everything is too intense everything is too salty but then from being back here so like so long now you're back to normalizing oh this is just food it's bad here it's worse than we think it is yeah they really do get a kick out of harming us it is it is sadistic it is it is and these demonic corporations have the audacity to put a pink ribbon on the products with known carcinogens. That not that gross? It's evil. Cancer is, a, um, is such a big business here and they ensure the patients will keep coming. Exactly. Exactly. They're all connected. The, the food industry, the health industry, it's all connected. How, like you're putting things in your body. Of course it's all connected. Right? 
I read a book in 2007 entitled The Weight Loss Cure They Didn't Want You to Know About by Kevin Trudeau. He was jailed for making this information available. Wow. <laughs> Listen, these kind of these these kind protein bars from Target are helping me survive. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> okay, <laughs> what more do you want from me? Okay, people are trying their best. Listen, and those kind of bars, they hurt, they hurt the roof of my mouth because they're so, they're so nutty. Like they're so, it just hurts, but it's good, but it hurts. <laughs> yep, addictive sugar, yep. There's not a lot of sugar and stuff here besides American products. Yes, exactly. And that's another thing. When you're in Mexico, warnings are on everything. Warnings are on the chips you eat, the pretzels, the food, everything that you have here in America, everything has a warning label on it, everything. It's like, oh, it's too much saturated fat. Oh, it's too much salt, it's too much sugar. In America, if they put that on any, on every, first of all, well, I would assume, when I was in Mexico, first of all, it's more expensive than eating the food that's already there, so I'm not buying it. But also, like when I see those warnings, now I'm making a, a conscious decision and even if I want to eat it, now I know, okay, I'm going to have the chips today and not eat nothing else for the rest of the day that, that has a lot of salt in it, right? It gives me the, the choice. I have the choice. Here in America, you don't even know what's in your food. You don't even know what that stuff means. You don't even know how to pronounce the stuff in the food. And then we're shamed for not knowing, right? So we're too afraid to look at it, look it up. And then also when you find out, it's like, well, where can I find healthy stuff from? It's overwhelming, so yeah, in Mexico, I wasn't eating none of that stuff. No chips, no pretzels, no nothing. I just ate food, food, food that I know, I know what it is because I can see it, right? And also it was cheaper to eat food there. And I'm saying cheaper as in cheaper than here because I don't, don't go over there acting up. Don't go over there acting American. Don't do that, right? But yes, yes. <laughs> A lot of countries ban American food and should, as they should. It is everything. It is in everything. Even toothpaste, even our tongues are numb. Exactly, exactly. Yep. I need to look. I need to look up um, Kevin Trudeau. I need to look him up. Think twice before you donate to these cancer funds. See who laces their pockets. Exactly. Exactly. Bail Tim. Bail. Oh, excuse me. Oh, hold on. Excuse me. Yes, I remember Kevin Trudeau. They blackballed him. Um, killed Dr. Sebi. Demonetized others. I'm just saying pay attention to your water. Oh, for sure. The fact that water can be owned from the sky is crazy. The fact that you can bottle water in places where people cannot... There are people, there are businesses who collect bottles of water that we buy on the shelves, right? Bottles of water in places that are impoverished because of colonization, they're impoverished. They're not even allowed to collect water from the sky above their home to drink because corporations own the sky. Corporations own the rain. It's so bad. So people are thirsty in places where we're paying premium top dollar for the water that they're selling to us. We're paying premium dollar for the water they're selling us and denying the residents access to the water from their own sky. That's evil. That's evil. Thirteen hundred worth of good calories for five dollars. Loving these bars. Listen, listen. You gotta do what you gotta do. Okay. Listen. <laughs> I meant to say, oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for sharing that, Greta. Yes, yes. My dad taught us early how to make the foods we thought we were missing out on. He made healthier bread, cookies, ice cream with honey instead of sugar, pizza, et cetera. And, and I still do. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. And you know what's, what's wild? I'm trying not to say crazy anymore. I'm trying. But um, 
what's interesting, I should say, just just say what I mean, right? What's interesting is that I feel like more people would do this if they had the time, if they had the resources, right? A lot of us can't afford the sugar, right? Or the, the cream that we need for the ice cream or the salt that we need for the ice cream, right? We can only afford the actual ice cream, which takes choice, again, away from people because they have limited resources. All this stuff is set up in a way that you have to be dependent on me. I'm making the finished product cheaper than what the product is actually made of. That doesn't make any sense. Why is why are GMO foods cheaper than organic when literally all you have to do is let it grow? Why? <laughs> why? That doesn't make any sense. It takes you more energy and effort to make GMO or pesticide, you know, to spray down the place or whatever than for things just to be organic. You're doing that on purpose. It pisses me off too. It pisses me off too. I'm like, I just, I just wanna, I just want, I just wanna burn everything, everything evil down. <laughs> um, I've delved into a concept where if the community agrees, I believe would be amazing to implement into our lives. Black, black def, def, defines elegance, peace, rest and power, calmness. I love that. I love that. I've been, I've been journaling about blackness and being black and how they say, so this is like, whatever, I'm just gonna share it with y'all cause y'all are here. Um, but I'm writing. And one of the things that I'm writing is that like how people say black is the absence of color or the absence of, of light. When really black is the absorption of light. Black is the absorption of all of all colors. Right. And so like even this idea of like us thinking black as in negative, black as in the absence of something. It's like actually it's the we take things in. Like when I think about heat, like wearing black on a sunny day and how it absorbs heat. And you're just like, oh, I wore the wrong shirt today. It doesn't reflect heat. Right. Like it absorbs. Anyway. There's a lot of thoughts. Mad Max. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. But yes. <laughs> yes. All the millions of dollars that have been collected for many of the big nonprofits like cancer. And yet we still don't have a cure. We've been walking and racing for a cure for years, for decades. I was like, I was a child, child, like in a stroller doing the race for the cure. Why don't we have a cure yet? Bottling and selling earth's natural resources for us all selling pieces of earth. Exact. How disrespectful. When water is abundant, you actually, like the fact that we can, the fact that we can commodify everything is, is nuts. We need to set a limit. No, water should be for everybody. You're creating scarcity where there is none. Literally creating scarcity, making water undrinkable, unpotable. Can't even, can't even shower in water in some places. And we're not even talking about outside the country. I'm not even talking about outside the DMV. Criminalizing, yep, water, rainwater collection will always infuriate me. Always, always, because how dare you? How dare you? You don't will for the rain to fall. You don't own the rain. You don't own the clouds. You own nothing. You're a guest here. You are a guest on this earth. Imagine the karma coming to people who think they can own the freaking sky. Exactly. Exactly. It's not, it's not sustainable. And the thing about greed is that it consumes the person who is greedy. Greed eventually consumes the people who are doing the greedy activity. Because at some point, because you create so much scarcity and lack, you're going to have to eat yourselves. That's, 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 that's the gag. That's, that's, that's the thing that people want to avoid. It's like you think that you can consume all this stuff and at some point it's not going to consume you. You're putting out all this amazing how we deny whatever. 
environmental issues. <sighs> and it's like, you all are so greedy that you're putting evil things into the air. And then at some point you're going to drown too. Like you live here too. I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you've realized, but you're on earth as well. You know what I'm saying? But they can't see that. They can only see their greed. They can only see the money. They can only see themselves. These folks, these folks will make you believe these reptilians are real. Cause man, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to end on a, a bad note, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> it took a, took a turn. Um, but yes, let me come down. Let me calm down. Mm. Because they want to be viewed as God and then get mad when they find out they're not that powerful, period. That's it. Man wants to be God so bad. Man wants to be God so bad, but everything y'all do is flawed. The design was perfect. So again, even talking about this book, right? And then we'll start to, we'll start to wrap up. <laughs> but even the book, um, The Hidden Life of Trees, in the beginning of this book, they talk about what national park they talk about. Hmm. Hold on one sec. Oh yes. Uh, anyway, they talk about a park, a national park where they, the, yep. My hope is that the wolf store ship Yellowstone, Yellowstone park. <laughs> so they talk about Yellowstone park and basically how humans, let me just read this to y'all. <clears throat> it all starts with the wolves. Wolves disappeared from Yellowstone, the world's first national park, in the 1920s. When they left, the entire ecosystem changed. Elk herds in the park increased their numbers and began to make quite a meal of the aspens, willows, and cottonwoods that lined the streams. Vegetation declined, and animals that, developed, that depended on the trees left. <laughs> the wolves were absent for 70 years. When they returned, the elks, the elks' browsing days were over. As the wolf packs kept the herds on the move, browsing diminished and the trees sprang back. The roots of the cottonwoods and willows once again stabilized stream banks and slowed the flow of water. This in turn created space for animals such as beavers to return. These industrious builders could now find the materials they needed to construct their lodges and raise their families. The animals that depended on the, on the meadows came back as well. The wolves turned out to be better stewards of the land than people. Let me read this again. The wolves, <laughs> the wolves turned out to be, uh, to be better stewards of the land than people, creating conditions that allow the trees to grow and exert their influence on the landscape. My point being, humans are not that smart. <laughs> humans trying to find convenient ways, like you try to get rid of the wolves because they were inconvenient to you, even though that was their home. The wolves were the one keeping the land. Imagine, imagine the world working without you there. Imagine that it was already flourishing before you even stepped foot in that land, right? That's the humility that we should have, that we're a guest and we should find our place in this guest, in this, in, as a guest in this house that was already created. But humans think that we know better. So we're going to take away the wolves because they scare me. <laughs> we're going to take away the wolves and now the trees are suffering the animals are gone everything you bring them back now everything is flourishing humans are not god you know what i'm saying and when we try to when we try to exert or be god we we make a mess humans will human wherever they go you know what i'm saying so anyway <laughs> yes the money is in treatment not the cure that part 
And since that's all our country values is money, that part and don't have none, but values it. <laughs> that's real, Pisces. Um, hi, Kiajane. Kiajane, I hope I'm saying that right. Please correct me if I'm not. I did not know that. I always say that black, black is all hues, but my family and our creators. So maybe art knowledge just helps you challenge. I love that. I love that. No, it's good. It's good. As an artist, we're taught that black contains all the colors, whereas white is the absence of color. This is real. Right. But growing up, we're told the opposite. So like hearing this in a, um, in an artistic sense is refreshing. I think I've always heard this in like a, um, like a scientific sense, or I don't even know. I don't even know what field it is, but I've always heard like black is the absence of color. It's the, it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but yes, yes. Man can't even make a decision, much less being it. Hello. I don't even know what I, what I want to eat tonight. <laughs> being God. I don't want that job. That's too much. <laughs> Jane Elliott is the white woman that speaks about the truth of being black. She's powerful. She is. She's problematic too, but she is. She is. <laughs> um, that's why I look at my dog to learn how to rest. They already know. They do. The animals know. And they need to rest like uh, many, many hours during the day, right? Yes, absolutely. Kiajane, okay, yay. Wonderful. It makes me happy. Getting people's names right is really, is really important to me. So thank you. Thank you. Um, separate topic. I started this job and my second day I woke up and was like, I am not supposed to be here. In these last two weeks, I have been so sick. Oh no. I know that's right. Anyways, that two week notice handed in. I love that. Congratulations. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you chose yourself because your body knows. Your body knows. It's telling you. We don't want to be here. And then also trusting, which is also hard, right? But trusting that something better is coming, that I deserve better and better is out there. I don't have to suffer, again, what I'm learning. I don't have to suffer to serve. I don't have to suffer to serve people well. You can do that in a place where you're not, where your body's not struggling. And again, when you talk about that, that, um, what is it? I started the second day, the second day, your body, your soul knows. We got to listen, but congratulations to you for real. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yes. All right, friends. Well, that's all I had to talk about. What did we talk about today? <laughs> We talked about collaboration and how life is a collaboration. Thank you so much for communing with me, for sharing your thoughts, for supporting me, for the liking the live, sharing it and all the things, all the all the algorithm things. I really appreciate you, appreciate you, but most importantly, I appreciate you being here and sharing space with me and allowing me to work through my thoughts. And I hope that you remember, like Trisha Hersey said, you do nothing alone. Your whole life is a collaboration. And I would say think about that. What are you who are who and what? Are you in collaboration with now? Again, we talk about the trees, the grass, the ground, holding us up, collaborating with us, right? The air, clouds, rain, giving us water, gar watering our gardens, the ground, yielding, being generous with us, yielding, um, yielding fruit for us and, and vegetables, animals, how the wolves, right? How the wolves are collaborating and keeping at the Yellowstone National Park and keeping animals together <laughs> so that they don't have to flee. People would see a wolf and be like, oh, that's a predator, they have to go. Actually, they, they have a benefit to us. And yes, I don't, I don't want no animals to get harmed <laughs> in the earth or eaten. Sadly though, as Jamal reminds me, it is, it is the natural way. And I say this, side note, real quick. There was a, a ladybug stuck in between, like my mom has a back door in her house and it was stuck in between the door and the screen in the back. And I was like, oh no, we have to, um, 
I said, we got to free the ladybug because it was stuck in between. And then I realized one of the ladybugs was on a spider's web and the spider was there. And so in my mind, I was like, we got to free this ladybug. And Jamal was like, and I was like, I don't know. And then he was like, but then the spider would suffer. Right. And we see spiders as these villainous creatures because they've been made to look so in, in, you know, books. And they're always the villain, unless you're uh, reading uh, Charlotte's Web. But they're always the villain, right? And so so I'm like, you're right. Like, would it be if I save this ladybug, I'm also harming the spider? Anyway, <laughs> so I think like, you know, we want to help and we want to save. But sometimes we have to recognize that sometimes even our saving can do more harm, right? Our, per- our perception of saving can do more harm. Um, but you're in collaboration with everything. Nature knows what it's doing. Maybe we need to sit and learn from nature. So even the animals that are being consumed, they're still in collaboration. They're still, they're using, their bodies are being used as energy for another animal, right? Just as plants are using their bodies for energy to an animal. You know, it's the circle of life. (laughs) Shout out to Lion King. But yes, anyway. Yes, absolutely. Grow your melanin, please. Yes, please. Um, Grow your melanin says, I started a YouTube channel. Please be a part of my of my side of the community as well. If you're if you are spiritual, absolutely, I'll be heading over there as soon as I get off to um, subscribe to you. Let me actually, can I do that now? Grow your melanin. But yes, absolutely. Oh yay! Alicia, Stephanie, T Noir, and so many other people inspired me to start one. I'm so happy! Congratulations! Congratulations! We need to hear your stories too. I love that. I love ladybugs. My sign of change. I love that. I love that. Um, yes, congrats on following your gut and leaving. Absolutely. Oh, yay. That makes me happy. Awesome. This was amazing as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for being here and for inputting. Seriously. I just want to say waking up at 10 a.m. is wonderful. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I like waking up with the sun. I enjoy that. It's nice. (laughs) Cali has banned some of the harmful dyes. Good. California. Let me just say for all my Californians. I mean, there are some things I don't like, like y'all high. It's expensive. And y'all got expensive gas. However, y'all seem to be more on the right side of things than the wrong. And I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So yes, yes. Thank you, Alicia, for your love and your energy and your beautiful thing. Oh, you're welcome. Paula Dejois. I hope I'm saying that right. You haven't corrected me yet, so I don't know. But yes, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you for being here. Um, Honestly, I don't know. I will even, I will even two weeks because this ain't it. Listen, most of them jobs are at will. They can fire you whenever you want to. B- giving them two weeks is generous. It's kind because it sets up somebody else to, to be able to fill in your spot, but you don't have to. You don't have to, <laughs> especially if you're not going to use them as a reference. Again, you, you make the decision yourself, but you don't have to say the two weeks. They're not going to arrest you if you leave. You know what I'm saying? So if it's making you sick, I say just leave. That's just my, that's what Alicia would do. <laughs> Alicia would just leave. I'm sorry. This job is making me ill. I can't come back here. You know, but I also understand. And I also understand if you want to get that check too from that two weeks. Totally get it. Yes. 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 Beautiful today. You all made it beautiful. So thank you. Thank you. Um, hi, I just saw a skit where two, em- where the employees was like, would you give me a two week notice before firing? Exactly. And they wouldn't. And they would not. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, listen, I ain't cleaning out my, my locker or nothing. <laughs> Y'all can keep my lunch. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. 
Mm-mm-mm. But yes. Yes, they don't give us two weeks notice if they want it. Exactly. So you're being generous and kind, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Awesome. We'll subscribe. Thanks. for Yes. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Yes. I woke up. I wake up with the sun and I sleep when it goes down. That's before. That's how it was. Right. Oh, the sun's off. <laughs> I said, so. I turn my candles off. I use off in, in places that don't need to be used. But anyway, when the sun is off, when you don't have electricity, when you don't have, what are you doing except going to sleep? Or, you know, sitting around a fire and spending time in community, right? Telling stories, exchanging, eating, and then going to sleep. We're, yeah. A lot of us are people of the sun. I don't want to say we're all, but a lot of us are people of the sun. Getting up before the sun is up doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to my body. It can be late in the day and I'd be like, oh, wow. It's it's eight o'clock, but it's still dark outside. So I'm going to lay here. I'm going to lay here. (laughs) I recently got my teacher license. Congrats. And I prefer educating and even sharing wheat vegan um, free diets recipes. So I'm gonna do that. Yes, please. And please share with us if you want to. Also, if there's something to purchase, let me know. Yes. Okay. Let me just say this. Sorry, y'all. I know we're wrapping up. November is the month of community for me. Community is, is, is a big value of mine, period. But in November, I'm reminded of that because I'm reminded of like hanging out with my family, you know, traveling. We're about to go into the holidays. And so this month, I really want to create a newsletter with things that black women specifically are selling or things that they recommend videos they have books whatever it is i want to collect like a whole newsletter full so like okay here are black women books black women music whatever it is put it in a newsletter and share it with people so if y'all got something to share please email me i'm gonna put it here and i I plan to have it i hope to have it um and even if it's not done by the end of the month it's still gonna get done uh, let me see, Alicia, Renice.com. Because I want to put y'all on with what little influence I have, what, what little, you know, audience I have. And I don't mean little as in like, it doesn't matter. But I know that I'm not the biggest creator. But even still, you all still deserve to be supported and seen. So I want to do that. So please email me if you have anything to share. I'll create a real form soon. I haven't done that yet. But yes, I want to put y'all on. So yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, this space is always a bomb. You're welcome. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. Um, they don't give you two weeks. Exactly. They don't give you two weeks. They're like, bye. They'll let you work the whole day knowing good and well they're about to fire you and then fire you at the close of business. Mm-mm-mm. Um, your album feel has been everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your light and voice. You are a gift. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yes, you pronounced it correctly. Okay. De joie. Meaning joy. Yes. Yes. Joy in French. A well-deserved gift from my Creole ex. Okay. Yes, we appreciate that gift. <laughs> but yes, yes. Child, when I worked at the Pentagon, I felt something in my arm. I walked to the elevator and I was making money. I walked to the elevator and I was making money. Life is short. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yes, please feel free to email me here if you have anything you want to share until I, you know, get the bear with me on one person. And I'm going to be starting to ask for help. Okay. Because the thing is, I was trying to wait to ask for help until I can afford to pay someone. I want to pay people like people... You don't want to pay people well, Um, but I'm doing a lot. And so (laughs) I need help. Um, So until then, until I make the form, please email me there if you want me to share it. I would love to share it because people need to see when, and I have this, when black women dream, the world changes, the world changes. People are fed, people are healed, they're taken care of, all the things. So yes, yes. (laughs) Yay, yay, yay. Of course, of course. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I um 
am releasing a new album tomorrow called, I know it's like every time I turn around, I haven't had any chance to promote it. Whatever, we're here. Tomorrow I'm releasing an album called Release. So I was gonna do Rage, but I'm not finished with that and that's okay. And I'm not gonna force it. So the next album is Release and that's gonna be released tomorrow on Bandcamp and then at the end of the month on the 30th on Spotify and all the places. So yes, yes. We are co-creating. So yes, you are a big creator. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here with me and us all. You're welcome. And thank you all for sharing space. I really appreciate that. No harm in asking for help. You're right. It's not. It's not. Exactly what we talked about, right? There's no harm in asking for help. Um, Thank, uh, thank you to everyone for creating this. Yes, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Hi, Truth Eternal. Um, Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> thank you so much. I, I told you I'm trying to get better at, uh, get better at, um, <laughs> accepting compliments. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, here in Cali, November is Indigenous Peoples Month. Yes, yes. Berkeley United Unified Schools were also closed um, on Indigenous Peoples Day instead of that thief, Columbus Day. I love that. I love that. Uh, that is why Black women need to be present. <laughs> I agree. But I also don't want her to be stressed. And uh, I don't want her to be stressed. That's why when... Um, uh, Katanji Jackson Jackson was sworn and I was kind of like, yes, but also, uh, cause now she got to put up with these people, right? Like I'm happy. I'm celebrating, but I'm also fearful. I'm scared. Um, cause I don't want this to, to destroy her, but yes, yes. Yes. I appreciate this. I appreciate this. Yes. Can't wait to hear release. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yay. Me too, me too. I'm excited. Ah, I use human as background music when I'm doing creative work. I listen to feel and I'm excited to put that into my rotation. I love that. Thank you all for listening. Seriously. Thank you so much for listening. Honestly, I really appreciate y'all. Yes, have a magical day. Yes. A stressed bulk woman would shut the US down. You don't know. That's true. That's true. Do we have that money? Like McDonald's money? No, shut it down. Do we have? No, shut it down. Right? That's what we really need. But Anywho, I love you all. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I'm about to go eat some lunch, maybe watch some movies, journal some more. I love you guys. Keep loving yourselves. Keep seeing yourselves as worthy because you are. You're worthy of community. You do nothing alone. Your whole life is a collaboration. So even as you think about how you move through the world, what kind of community member do you want to be? To everything around you, the trees, the water, the air, someone you meet on the street, right? Think about all of that because you do nothing alone. You are made up of, of a collaboration of community, your ancestors, your cells, nature, food, all the things, right? And so we want to we share our thanks for those things. And I'm thanking those things right now as we talk about them, giving voice to them. And we want to honor them and also honor ourselves, okay? Because what we do does come back to us. What we do always comes back to us, always. Not that that should be the reason why you do it, but understand that that's true, so... I love you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and I'll talk to you all next time. Okay. I right, love you guys. Bye. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 1000%. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.